All right, you want to do a show? Sure, let's do a let's show. Let's do a show. Let me see if I can. Oh, you seriously? Oh, hold on. You, Just, you lost the song. I did immediately. And I'm so tech savvy. Is that? We're going. I got a new screen because I, I sat on my phone, and the guy told me stop oh. sitting on my phone. And there it is. Wait a minute. What happened? You sat on your phone. I. I I'll explain it. Okay, is this so the show? this is the show. This is, this the is great. <laughs> I I sit on my phone a lot. I have Rob Cordry is here. Hello, Rob. Hi. <laughs> Rob, thanks for doing the show. I sit on my phone. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. And I, we already referred to Rob Cordry's over there on the well, couch. He got, he got top billing. He got actors <laughs> killed. Green Actors Guild. Sag. Sag after. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've sit on my phones. I have broken... My ass has broken a lot of screens. Really? Yeah. I did I did have one drop out of when I was running across the street once, and then I watched like seven cars run it over once. I've had a lot of <laughs> bad, bad luck with phones. It sounds like you've been living in a cartoon. No, but I will say, did though... Did you have an Advil dropped on your head, too? <laughs> a piano <laughs> fell on it? It's funny about the piano. The answer is no. Oh. Um, <laughs> By the way, can I, uh, um, we got to talk. So we just, Rob and I just saw each other. But so I'm going to go around real quick because this pisses me off. Someone's stealing my garbage. Uh, excuse me? Okay, so here's what happened. Oh, man. Um, oh, this is good. So last week, the garbage men around here, I don't know if they're in your neighborhood, they're very angry people when they slam the garbage cans Those down that are made of plastic. And it shattered the bottom. Of, I came home and yeah, all that I'm was on, left our was, third. <laughs> all that was left was our garbage on the street. A garbage can that the bottom was missing from. Because my whole thing was like, okay, so you didn't pick up any trash, but you did take the wheels. You took the bottom of yeah. my garbage can. Someone took that part of it, You right? made my garbage can garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and then left it. So since then, you have to order a new garbage can through the DWP, whatever. It takes about a week. And they said, just put the stuff in bags. And then on, on that day, you call a separate thing, you put it out there. So I've been putting bags out. Someone's taking the fucking bags. That's not recyclables. It's actual trash. It's disgusting, gross and so far, I've had three bags taken. Do you, have you thought about the possibility that it could be the garbage man that broke your garbage can, and he feels bad, he's back so he's come day. back to take your garbage away for you? One piece, yeah, just piece <laughs> by piece. Yeah, he's got a lot of other people who's doing My that for My brother us, so. lives uh, a couple doors down yes, from you, does. and he has a garbage collection. So maybe it's that's what it is. He's, he's collecting. Collect, he's a big collector. He collects a lot of things. A lot, it's one and of, one the of them is garbage, just ah. trash. And you don't call that hoarding. It's it's just collecting. No, 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 no. no. He's a collector. Collect, he's, he's a collector. A, it's a different fine, thing. Fine, a fine. Like, uh, this is Brian Irwin's <laughs> garbage. It's not just anybody's garbage. I get the going through the recycle. You let people go through your recycles. You don't. You, yes. I, let I, people I don't go through them. Well, no, no. no I used to get asked. mad. I used to get mad if I heard them out there. I'd go out there. Hey, hey, what are we doing here? <laughs> what then, are we? What? Doing what are you, here? Alan Havy on your enthusiasm? Well, technically, they're on your property digging through the stuff. Now, I my cans are on my property. So at first, okay, I, get I was the hyper Wisconsin guy that was like, listen, okay, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a problem here if you keep going through my stuff. And then after a while, I'm like. You know, this guy, this is as good as it's getting for him, and I'm out there, but like, yeah, and it's a great, it's a good business model. He's got <laughs> a lot, I mean, you know, nobody's turning those things in. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with them, but he's gonna, he's getting, he's making some bank off it. Um, yeah, we, we got a guy, we got two it, guys that come by. It's the same people, so you know, yeah, it's yeah. their turf. And Sandy will even like, she's like, oh, we can, because we fill our, our trash is it's a, one of the reasons I was a little late today is because I had I forgot I had to take the trash out 
like empty the put the bags in the can and Sandy is uh my wife Sandy is um uh, um she gets excited about garbage <laughs> every every our garbage is taken on Thursday every Wednesday night she goes guess what tonight is <laughs> she loves it she loves being clean of it and <laughs> And um, yeah, garbage is just a fascination in our house. So she will. Well, we're always overflowing. We consume so much, it seems. And we will put. She'll put a separate box out there full of whatever they want, whatever it is they want, bottles and cans. Oh, you guys even separated for them? No, well, it's just stuff that wouldn't fit in the thing anyway. That's why it's separated. Just overflow. It's overflow, but why not? If we have overflow, let's uh, make it a little easier on our friends there. Yeah. I've every once in a while go out and give them water, soda, or something. Will you? Know? you? Yeah, because I, you know, I, I felt guilty about nice. my early days. After you of, yelled about, get out of my garbage? Yeah, get out of my garbage. That, that's the thing. What a ridiculous I can Get out of my garbage. I can yeah. see you don't want them walking onto your prop. Like my... My uh, brother-in-law went. He lives in Lakewood, and he lifted up his garbage can the other day. The lid, and there was like a, fo- a couple Fosters, like big oil can Fosters, in there. And he doesn't drink Fosters. His wife doesn't drink Fosters. <laughs> and he comes inside. He's like, "Hey, what did? Wait, what? is it oil or is it no, actual? No, the, the oil beer. cans. The, they oh, call them the Foster, oil cans. The, come oil cans, man. You didn't get know with that, it. did you? Know I that? did. Of course, I knew it. Brian, man, Brian also we're calls. Cool. <laughs> Brian calls joints marijuana sticks. Marijuana. Sticks. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> Funny cigarettes. <laughs> But yeah, so there was these two just beer cans in there that they didn't have anything to do with, and they were both like, "Why wow, are people just walking up our driveway and throwing out their shit?" I'm like, "Who really cares? As long as they're not throwing it in your front yard." But I guess yeah. you know, you got kids, you don't want people on your property. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like sometimes we'll go, I'll go on a walk, and I'll have, I'll finish to take a water bottle, and I'm like, "Am I going to get shot at if I actually use someone?" Like I, it, I'm always worried that someone's like, "Are you are you throwing recyclables yeah, yeah. in my recyclable oh, oh, bin?" Oh, oh my god! Oh, this is another thing about my, so my wife's like. I'm like, we're overflowing, and we've got a huge thing of recycling here. She's like, throw it in one of the neighbor's cans. I do it all the time. And I'm like, you do it. I will not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I'm breaking a law, or, like, <laughs> or at least some like, some like neighborly trust, you know? Some social moray. Uh, yeah, something's being broken. I mean, you're not bewitching and looking out the window like, look at you. What are they I, doing? Are they I putting stuff actually, in our garbage can? I do you know, bewitch my recycling, though, okay. before I throw it out. Well, so. I'm sorry, bewitching? Yeah, you know, bewitch. the neighbor always looking out the, be- the window. I'm oh. sorry. I, that was a completely dated reference. I, I, I didn't get it and then went <laughs> right you. to, like, I actually I said, cursed cur- I was gonna, garbage. Yeah, I, that's what I was like. You're cursing people? No, the neighbors. Know. The neighbor across the street was constantly spying on them. I think it was bewitch, or maybe it was yeah, Dream of Genie, or maybe it's not even worth this conversation, maybe. Yeah, kids. Maybe. Kids, not worth uh, doing doing the Wikipedia search on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely get the box set of I Dream of Genie and look for the episode where they bewitch their neighbors. Better left dead. So we're at a holiday party, Christmas party. I guess we can, you know, now that we can bring Christmas oh, back. Christmas, Christmas is back. Over. Christmas back. Bringing oh, Christmas back. Um, and we had a funny moment when I first came in, and it's funny that you and I both picked up on it. Um, Nate's uh, uh, girlfriend's mom was yep. sitting there talking to you, and I walked in. And I, I think I, I don't know, I tickled your armpit or something like that. And I can't remember. You said something, and then Nate's mom did the "Hey, you used that last night" thing, and oh. both you and I were like, "Ah, uh, you're really not supposed to." I can't remember what happened, but yeah. it was like a total. You just killed comedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is to be fair, and I think that's what I said this night is that is my go-to yes. line when anybody like give me a little smack on the shoulder. 
ah, my sunburn. Uh, <laughs> it kills every time. <laughs> Very funny. And you know what? I feel like when something like that happens, yeah. I start thinking about retiring it. <laughs> so when you get called out it. by a, a lady you, you don't really know that well. Yeah, I also feel like people over like 60 just they 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 kill comedy all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, we had um we had um my mother-in-law, my her sister, um we had all this family in this weekend and it was just like jokes being murdered. <laughs> the sound of comedy yeah. slowly dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I first met my wife, Natalie. I, I, we, we would go to dinner parties, and I'm a fan of, like, when you tell a story, you tell a story. If you're going to start a story, make it good, mm-hmm. okay? Don't let it fizzle out, because people are, are judging how much time they've wasted, how much they're going to invest oh, in the yeah, story. Yeah. And you should have it, already run the story by your good friends who there go, hey, this story sucks, or this story fizzled out, or you got to Don't even need to up. do that. You just know that you, you need and to you finish naturally, big. if you're a storyteller, you naturally have, like... A second act turn, yeah. like you know the, it just it's come sort of naturally to uh, you when you yeah oh yeah and then and and early on in our relationship I would tell a story and she'd be like well that's not really how it I'm like okay well here's the Ex- thing oh my, you can't <laughs> you can't because if and then I would if, at some point well, it's really around, a million I go, dollars I go okay well why don't now that we're here let's tell them. Let's dissect this story and begin the process of boring the shit out of the people that were right. actually enjoying yeah. the story. Yeah, they all start to slowly by, by walk basically away. Basically, what you're going to do is now you have just you have just committed to telling the story again. <laughs> yeah, and without yeah. any of the uh, uh, charming and, embellishments, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that I added. And without any of the pizzazz, the Irwin pizzazz. <laughs> no one's Googling the story to find out what level of truth. Brian Irwin's just, garbage can. I just had, uh, you know, like I said, I had a lot of family. And in two of the cousins, there's tons of cousins around the age of like 10, uh, plus or minus. And we went out to this go-kart. To call them go-karts is, is stupid. Um, it, they are race cars. They, these things <laughs> yes. go, they're indoor. Yes. They go like 50 miles an hour. Wow. Tops, uh, definitely they go 45, uh, 50 miles an hour. And, and the track is maybe just big enough to handle that. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy. And we had, on our third race, a pileup. <laughs> and it's so funny. Sandy uh, heard my wife thought it was me. She heard, is that Rob? That's Rob. Because there was a car underneath another car. And somebody was under it. But it was a little kid, thank God, because they're too small to get crushed. Jesus, got wow. crushed. And Sandy vaulted the fence like with one hand <laughs> and jumped over. Anyway, that's not the story. Um, so these kids were fine. You know, one of them hurt their shoulder a little bit. We actually called the EMTs and just to make sure. But the, the, I, I said to them, because now they were okay, I was like, see, now you guys have a story. Yeah. You got a great story. And Grant, you live in Arizona. And Mia, you live in Manhattan Beach. You can tell this story however you want. Yeah. Maybe there were three cars. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to Maybe there was it. a fire. <laughs> have fun. No one's going to fact check it. And 20 yeah. years from now, that story's going to become even greater. Their That's... eyes were wide with understand. They were like, yeah, like I get it now. This yeah. story will help make me cool. It's not a lie. <laughs> no. You see, that's it, the beauty of like holiday gatherings. Embellish. 
do not. And like, you know, the thing about getting together with family, there are repeat conversations. There are stories that are told over and over, over and over, over and over. Every year we'll get together. Over and over. And you, so you have no choice but to spice it up a little bit. And no one, people should just be like, yeah, yeah, go with that, whatever that part is you're saying yeah. now. I was there. I know it didn't happen, but you I You know like, where I the like, laughs are. Yeah. So <laughs> you know where to hit the laughs. And then you know what parts you have to work on. I, now, has this ever happened to you? I will go halfway through telling a story and I'll realize this didn't happen to me. <laughs> this was a story I am, was really fond of, like in college, and that I like, my best friend told me. Accidentally took it. And I made it my own. <laughs> and I really made it my own. And then halfway through the story, I'm like, do I mench? Do I cop to that? <laughs> or do I just tell this story for the last time? <laughs> And, um, I think you just finish it out. Yeah, sometimes I, I can I go either way. Sometimes because there's been like three or four of them. Can't yeah. you just ride that into end up in the same room with the person it really happened to, and then you kind of just have to make sure that you know that story doesn't get told that night. Uh, yeah, and my friend Mike was there. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You're not working right now, but are you still okay? So we'll go back. You are. Uh, uh, everybody sees you on TV all the time now. You are a spokesmodel for Pepsi. Uh-huh. I stress the model part, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like that. Spokesmodel. Like I'm a spokesmodel for Pepsi. Your front frame. That's modeling. Yeah, that's modeling. You're yes. with. You're with the actual product. You're that's, with the product. You're part of the product. You are part of the product. Holding. You're yeah. part of the product. Have we have we seen them all so far? Uh, is that all of yeah, them that they've it. they've aired them all? No, that's it. Well, they they've got a lot of web ones. I think that they're they're cutting up. They shot a lot on that uh, Cowboys Day, the Dak Prescott Day. So I think they're they're going to. Um, They've got a lot of web, you know, so whatever, social And they media. shot enough to cut it down into just little chunks yeah, and yeah, then yeah. use and they, a they, minute, a 30, a 15. And and they would uh, probably not, I don't know if I can even say this. They're a huge corporation. Yes, they are. I, yeah. signed, a, I signed a contract. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, someone was cut out at the last minute because Ooh. they're a little too controversial. Um. Obviously, you, those are all live, correct? Those aren't not all green screen, kind of like you're not. Yeah, no, oh, you're not. It's uh, so funny, people. Everybody asks me that because that's look? what happens now. Like that, you just yeah. assume if, if the, you're for what no, because of the foreground background thing, and it's just like yeah. So there must have been some talents. I mean, at those some weren't point. the real cowboys. The whole team. Yeah, you know? I mean, clearly <laughs> you look, none of those names are on the cowboys. <laughs> I always love those things. It's that's really pretty, funny. Yeah, that is Jankowitz. It's Zach Prescott is is celebrating with these background actors. <laughs> um, it's so funny. But there was, there was a couple of, well, there was a couple green screen things because that was the bit. But um, no. Well, you know, I mean, I'm assuming you could legitimately ask that question to Charlie Day for the DirecTV commercial because Dak uh, Zach Prescott was a uh, head was on top of a leg. So I'm going to assume that maybe they were not there at the same time. No, his head is actually on top of a leg <laughs> when he's not playing. That's how his body is. <laughs> yeah, that was very brave, I thought. Okay. <laughs> to, to, to go that <laughs> to, far? To, to go real, like just this is the real Dak. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Put all head on top of a leg, <laughs> Prescott. Did they? Uh, um, <laughs> you're spending a lot of your time now with uh, professional athletes. Are you still yeah. doing ball? Is ballers? Uh, yeah. uh, you, you just shot again, and it's coming out. Um, start, uh, no, we start January eighth. We start up again on film season three, four, four. Yeah, four D. Why am I? Why am I? Is it four? I don't know. Ask my ask my wife. <laughs> She'll know. I sometimes <laughs> ask, have to ask her how old I am. That's okay, Sandy. Uh, I think it's season four. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. So uh, all right, those callers first, call in. If, yeah, those first three seasons that. went by quick. I always, I always thought it was just two, but uh, mm-hmm. I love that show. That's a great show, man. Thank you. It's yeah, a lot it's, of fun. It's fun, man. Did yeah, you really know when you first were doing it? You're like, okay, it's you know, because any any sports 
whether whether it's got I mean it's, it's I don't want to say it's heavy heavy athletes but it you know quite, there's quite a bit of cameo stuff in there. Oh sure. Do you think going um, into stuff like that you're like oh that's a it's it, that's a risky bet like I don't know if this thing's going to fly cuz they you know Yeah, because they they they're going to suck. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's it's so strange. If you watch the show, you'll know too that they're pretty good. They're actually pretty like um uh uh T Sizzle, Terrell Suggs was like Excellent. Better than some of the professional actors in the scenes. <clears throat> yeah. And he was improvising, like a good improviser, listening and yes anding. And but then the thing is, is that when they cut, he was still doing it. Like it's just his personality. Right. <laughs> he right. was like improvising with the crew and doing bits. So he was great. I, this is my theory, right? That these guys, they're they're they all come on set and perhaps they're a little nervous. At, at first, it's weird. I'm still nervous, like, the first day or whatever. You get in there, and then they do a take, and they realize, oh, this is the easiest job in the world <laughs> to say lines believably. And uh, and my normal job, I, I could die doing it. Yeah, I could be paralyzed. <laughs> you know, I, I could, could be paralyzed. paralyzed doing it. This is nothing. And they get this extra freedom that we don't even feel thoroughly. <laughs> so, like, I, um, the only one I would say, and I'm going to call him out. He was that bad. Um, that, was, uh, that was not that good of an actor was JPP. Okay. Uh, this was about a week before he blew his fingers off. Okay. With firecrackers? Yeah, I believe I like saying firecrackers. Fire <laughs> They're probably... Probably M80s. <laughs> they were bigger than firecrackers. playing with firecrackers. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he was just not... Getting it. And so funny, we, Victor Cruz was in that scene too. And Victor Cruz had already done like eight episodes by that point. He's the, like, he looked at me like, rolled his eyes like, oh, dude, what are you going to do, right? Eh, football players. That's like, so he's already an actor now. He's like, oh, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to get injured and never play again anyway. So that that would have been my question too about that show is because uh, there's the guy that, um, is it Terrell Suggs that the, that the Rocks character had ripped off? Uh, m- mistakenly, or was that a, who was the other guy? It was uh, not Eddie George. Yeah, Eddie George. Was, oh, Eddie George. Yeah. yeah. So that whole interaction between those two, like he's angry because <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's character took all this, like basically got him into some bad financial uh, situations a long time ago, and he lost yeah. a lot of money. Is there is there like reality within his life that he drew from? Because that seemed like a legit, like, hey man. You fucked oh, me on this money, yeah. and like not those guys. I don't think of The Rock or or Eddie George, but definitely there are um, like Richard Mendenhall is one of our writers. He's in the writers' room. Wow! And at first, I think season one, his job was mainly to be the football goalie, like C- consultant. Be, like that's yeah, not he real. would be like, no, that's not how it happens. This is how it happens, and he yeah. pitch stuff. You know, now he's writing full-on episodes, and he's amazing. He's a wow. great. Remember when he quit the NFL? He said, "I'm going to go quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go write. I'm going to go travel the world and become a writer." And everybody's like, "You're a fucking asshole!" <laughs> <laughs> and on the first day, the first read-through, I see, I see the the little ta- t- table tent there that says Richard Mendenhall, and I look up. And he's walking in the door. And I ran over to him, knocking people out of the way. And I went, hey, hey, hey. You did it. You did it. <laughs> you said it. And now you're doing it. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> he was just as excited about it. 
That is funny. You know, well, because I mean, if you think about it, most professional athletes don't make statements like that. They usually just uh, quietly disappear, he's right? A special guy, yeah. Or they get injured and they're out of the league. You know, but most guys don't do the. Look, I, I've done enough. I'm going to go do something. That guy's else. a real like. Uh, I don't even know how to describe. It. He's like a kind of a. He's a real seeker. Like he's a real um, centered, like old soul. You know, and he's a beautiful dude. I love that man. And also guys like that who made it to the NFL, like that's a one in a million. Yeah, right. So, But just to even get in is a one in a million shot. So that's something you have to already have that mentality of like, I'm going to do this. I can do it. I'm better. I'm good. I'm good enough. So when he's like, yeah, I want to be a writer now. I'm done playing football. He just probably, like my my friend Anthony played for the Dolphins, played five years, got out. Now he's an actor and he's doing very well and he's writing his own stuff and he's and it's like a guy who's just his whole life has been like no that's what i'm doing next and then just setting out mm-hmm. to make it happen no matter what yeah. very well, determined I always, i've always believed anyway that like you know that even if you're talentless completely devoid of talent in this business if you have no plan b and you only do this with all of your heart work at trying to do it you will become successful. Um, it, you know, it, I, I say give it 10 years, and if it doesn't work, give it five more. <laughs> and then after that, another 10. Another and then 10, five, five, five to do Keep going. You don't have a plan B. No, yeah. it's too insane. old. That's, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. So Where like, do you go when you're 45? And it, and it works. There's, I mean, you know. And it's a numbers game because eventually people with plan Bs will go away yeah. to oh, go do those B plan guys. Bs. You know they're going away. Yeah. Are they going away anymore? It's getting starting to get crowded in this city. So this city's getting... Go away. It's crowded. They might not move out of town, but they're, they're going away, you know? I don't know. They're going through my garbage. At least they're not in the audition room. I'm starting to, I'm starting to see what's <laughs> going the lines longer. <laughs> you know, so um, you and I are obviously in a fantasy football league together. You found yourself obviously. in this football. Obviously. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you find yourself in this football realm. Do you not discuss that at all? Is that is that like it's a weird? I was going to say that's got to be half the day. Like, I, no, do no, the no. scene, talk about my team. I don't know. I mean, sometimes people would be like, "I'm not going to talk that with those oh. guys." Like, I don't know. Like, oh, with those guys. Yeah, yeah. With with other with football There's players. Not really been an opportunity to tell you the truth because, um, you know, I, I I don't know. I never had the Baltimore defense on my team, and <laughs> and. Uh, uh, however, at during the Pepsi commercial, it was I shot that after they had a great game, the Cowboys, and they ended up losing. I forget who they were playing, but they came back in the end. It was a, it was a really good great game, and I was like, man, tough game. Really sorry, um, but you guys got me a lot of points on fantasy. And he was like, got me a lot of points on fantasy too. Like well, they all play too. Yeah. Um, there are crazy. a few guys, though, apparently, who are like, I don't care about your fantasy teams. That's the worry, right? The one person you would say something well, to. Well, so fucked up. We don't have anything in common anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Fantasy football got me this job. <laughs> By the way, you might win the whole league. Uh, Super Bowl next week, yeah. He was, uh, I, I won last year. Oh, where is it? Where's my trophy? Your future trophy. Yeah. I have the trophy from this past year. He came in last place, Rob did. That's and right. this year he's gonna go last to first. Oh. And I got they for the first we got a donkey's ass <laughs> trophy okay. for the last place. And I kept it at, I left it at Nate's house, my brother's <laughs> house. 
And now he's in last place. <laughs> he thinks he, I cursed him. It's well, an easy pass. I was like, fine, man, that's cool. Maybe just do not bring that trophy over until <laughs> after next week. <laughs> oh, so you're actually going to let it stay at the house? And- yeah, I don't want that stinking up my no. uh, championship. No, God, no. Books. You don't want that stuff around there. The, the problem not. is that, that two of these guys in the other game, I haven't looked at the scores, but one of them, our friend Rowdy, uh, yeah, his name's Rowdy. <laughs> I'm not going to blow up his real name, but we call him Rowdy because it's a great nickname. Um, he, uh, I've, never, I've been in a fantasy league with him for 10 years now. Never beaten him. I don't think I've ever beaten the man. Wow. Yeah. So this is it. And is he, is he who you're playing in the Super Bowl? I, I hope not. Oh, okay. I hope not. Or wouldn't that make it you. worth? wouldn't that make it more worthwhile, like having to go through the yeah, guy who's been know, your it's nemesis? Because it's all like... Who knows? I, I my score this weekend, I would have beat beaten anybody in the league, including including him. But that's not the way it goes. Yeah. No, not you next know? week. It doesn't. But I got good matchups next week. All my team, my team's got good matchups. So the uh, um, it's interesting because I uh, there was a time where, and same with me, like I did not do the fantasy football thing. It was Dungeons and Dragons. My my wife was playing, and mm. she's like, "You got to get into this. You got to get into like, yeah. no, not going to happen." Well, I you, watch football. I you did. are, and you are also. You have a Packers flag hanging outside of your yeah. house. Yes, at I do. Half mast right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, like, yeah. like you, you are the, that kind, that kind of football fan. Who, yeah. Nate, Nate is similar. My brother. I was always like, I always liked the game. You know, I liked the Pats, but I was also like a big Saints fan. Like, I like just whatever. But then I got into fantasy like about over ten years ago, and and it just. I something clicked, you know, and I just got it. How many leagues are you in? Are you obsessive? I'm in four, or I'm in four and a pick'em league, which I'm in second place, which is that's big money. That's a lot. That's, that's I had a technical glitch, and I, I was in first place all season. Finally, I have a forum to bitch about this. <laughs> <laughs> Patient listener, um, John yeah, first place all season, and then I had a technical glitch, like from phone app to computer oh, website shit. for some reason. I, I still haven't figured it out. What and do you mean? It, like on it, Thursday of on Thanksgiving, lost three, didn't even play three guys. didn't get yeah. recorded for three games. Uh, and so now I'm three, three points below. How many and angry emails did you send? Up on- oh, how many, I only sent one, but it was log. <laughs> <laughs> did it get replied it was to? It was a Yeah, he was like, dude, what, am I, what can I do? Oh, you had a technical glitch. Like, fuck you. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> you didn't tell him to run it, to run a system, to do a couple system tests to see, to you know, to trace system. Ch- trace it. Probably I can't. I even figured it out. It, 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 it may have been my error, but uh, I don't know how. I don't know how. It's not good. No, but you're so that's that's a lot though. Four plus that. That's you. That you. So you spend a lot of time. Well, I'm. I'm. In quit. This is my last year of doing, doing that. Many. I'm in an adult swim league, which I've won. Uh, I've. Only person that's won twice. Thanks um, for saying so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice of you. Um, so they want you out because they're tired of the well, victories? I just, I just want out because it's like, it's a 16-person league, 16 teams. That's watered down. And six teams care. Uh, so six everyone are competitive. Else, yeah. There's one guy that just, he's a big Lions fan, so he just drafts all Lions. <laughs> 
never won. And, but you, well, you guys <laughs> let him do that because the Lions oh, are terrible. Well, yeah, the six of us, yeah, that know that care. Right. And during the draft, like, there's one guy that where there's two keepers, but they're kept in the first and second round, so you lose your first and second round picks. So they got to be first or second round picks to keep them. People don't get that. They kept one guy kept a kicker. <laughs> One year, he's like, I he just I just really love the uh, Gostowski, and I'm like, you just don't get. You're gonna lose fantasy. You're gonna lose. You may love Gostowski, but yeah. you're gonna hate yeah. your final but, results. But even him. he thinks Enjoy you're being him. an idiot. Here, I, the other thing is that, and I don't know how it's been in your experience. Um, winning in fantasy football may be one of the most loneliest hollow <laughs> victories. Yes, because if you think about it, it starts. As every year, the draft, right? So you, it's something, a lot of it, like we do live drafts. So like everybody gets together and it's fun. It's exciting. The season's drinking. starting. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's drinking, there's wings, there's, you know, happiness, all yeah. this fun, right? And that's where it starts. Yeah. And then it whittles down to two assholes yeah. that are left. Like that's the mentality. Like, Everyone else Each stops week caring. is someone, well, there's especially the, the one that's only one. Like you can tell who starts quitting because they've won one game in the first eight weeks. They're gone already. So people are already falling yeah. off, right? Warren. Or Dalton's yeah. coolers. <laughs> I love it. My kids are like, hey, Dad, can we see how good you're doing in, in fantasy? I'm like, yeah, go ahead and look at this. So like, who's Trump's neck vagina and eye contact? I'm like, off, off, yeah. off. I forgot some of the Trump's names. neck vagina I forgot and eye contact. <laughs> I totally forgot. That you shouldn't even do anything. There. You've been like, oh, uh, one of them is a guy, a friend of Nate's, and the other one is a uh, <laughs> guy lives out in Venice. Good guy. Good people. Great guys. Some of my good best friends. Good people. Some of the best names of football teams <laughs> yeah. ever to get me in trouble really with your good mother. Guys. It's good. But yeah, it's so because you're still in it. And it's just you and some other person. Yeah. And then you win. And then you're like, <laughs> Is there a lot of shit talking? Like back and forth? It depends. So, uh, no, not you know what? It, it, this league that we're in is a splintered off league from an, a league that my brother and I had been in for years and years, which was... I was kicked out of that league. It got... Yeah, he was kicked out. I was kicked out. I got, was asked to leave. It got mean. It got mean. The, Brian Irwin's one of the nicest guys you ever meet in the whole damn world. <laughs> he sent Nate over kicked to kick me out. Face-to-face, though, he did feel... He, because you were mean? No, no. Oh, no it's no, a no, long no. story. Unfortunately, no, they, that mean would be like, oh. well, we because you're a giant pussy. Mean. What uh, happened? <laughs> no, it's a it's a long it's a story long that consi- okay. that consists of me out in the middle of nowhere, allowing a drunk man to draft while the Cordry brothers were texting yeah. me what I thought was one of the most unbelievable stories they were concocting during the time that turned into like you know bloodied faces and po- a lot oh, of apologies and so many it's so it's other things I can't talk about because yes. Because we um, just don't know who listens. Yeah, but Brian, you know, it was just that that team that's like, (laughs) there's no way they're gonna win, and so maybe he kind of like, you know, half-assed it a little. bit. I did towards the. I was I was screwed. I sent a drunk man in. Yeah. To to draft my team, I was destined to lose. So it's like once I knew I was screwed, I was basically, well, you got my money. At least you guys can put that towards the victory. But that wasn't good enough for that league. No, 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 no. It's hardcore, and so we splintered off from them. There's like half and half, and that other league, man. I mean, it was like. The, the shit talk would be a, a like page long email without uh, paragraph breaks, like just vitriol, like mean personal shit. <laughs> like you're not you, like you fucking just like you've done nothing with your life. This is what it's you know like and oh my god, yeah, and and just such um you can't do anything right. 
in that leg or some people just come down on you. There was a couple people that were like, hey, you, uh, you didn't respond to my email last week when nah. I sent out. I was like, no, no I didn't because exactly. I wasn't interested. They're like, like yeah, that, you need you? to... Uh, you didn't respond to those emails when I sent you an email. I'm like, oh okay. God. And I thought they were messing with me. I was like, okay. And then oh they sent God. another and be like, yeah, no, seriously, dude, you gotta, you have to respond to those emails. And I was like, you what the? And I'm like, what so the like fuck the is best, going on? What does it best matter? The best talk to do <laughs> in that league is to not, not respond. Not do anything. upset people. I'm like, what are you? Oh, they're so mad. That's probably why you got kicked out. Uh, it is why you I got made kicked them out. So mad. I did. I made them mad by not engaging. Yeah. But it's so funny because this so became we felt like, like the, the top... heart of the league was gone, so we left. <laughs> and and, and had to do a top secret. Yeah, I was. I went. It was the heart years. of the league. But I came back with a vengeance, also known did. as victory. Won it. Won it all. Won it. Won it all. And like I said, it was a hollow victory because I'll never forget when I realized I had won and I just kind of looked around. And it was just me. And I was yeah. like, well, that, that's the thing. <laughs> the like, kids have left the room. No one when I thought you were getting to. Like, that, that like, it's not the draft all the time and the, and the, and the, you know, managing a team during the season and some shit talk and getting together to watch a game every once in a while. You're in it. And then at the end, it's like, I was the only, um, I, I enjoyed one year the commissioner of, um, was one of the guys that runs Adult Swim of the Adult Swim League. He came to LA to bring me my trophy and check. <laughs> and he he met me at the he stays at the Chateau Marmont. So we got lunch at the Chateau and the trophy was in the <laughs> middle of the table. <laughs> See now that now that's fantastic because there's all of these, you know, Hollywood yeah. assholes. <laughs> it doesn't get more Hollywood, no, not show busier than that. That lunchroom, yeah, and and I'm just like, yeah, this this is what's happening at this table, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I will have another drink. I'll have the and, and so will my <laughs> so will my trophy friend. Chicken yeah. strips, please. Yeah, that was the only like victory I felt because I don't even know half of those people too in that league. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that know one. I can't even tell you their names. Some are, of them. Are you? Uh, um. Uh. Obviously. Uh. Great show. Uh. Children's Hospital. Uh. <laughs> you ended. A, has it been off for a year now? Yeah. A little bit more. I think. A year. And are you doing anything over there with them these days? I know you had. Yeah. You, okay. Well, I'm doing a special. Um. With uh, we do a periodically we do um, me and Brian Husky and Jason Manzukis and our friend uh, Falcon. You met Falcon. I met Falcon. Um, his name's Falcon. Last or first name? He's a legend. Doesn't matter. Doesn't okay. matter. Rowdy Falcon. Don't worry These about are some it. Some people. Don't worry about it. All right. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we do a special called Mister Neighbor's House, which is sort of like this really dark, um, David Lynchy kind of um, a kids kids TV show, like Mister Rogers, but that goes like that might be in the head of the of the <laughs> the main character, and so we're doing one of those. We just turned it in and. Um, Animated or live action? Live action. Nice. Yeah. Some of it, I mean, there's puppets. Right. So they're, they're oh. animated. Yeah. And you've um, done this before? Someone's hand. You've done this before? <laughs> yeah, we did one before. Oh, okay. New York Times, best of last year. Thanks. Oh, you guys are so nice. You guys are being so nice to me. <laughs> I just found I, out I, that I, powerful people go to the Chateau Mumu that I didn't know about. Chateau Mumu? Chateau, bro. <laughs> like, never been, never been. Even welcome. the guys. Are hot women <laughs> in that in that row? It's crazy. You either you either there's always like someone you know ha- a handful of people you recognize, and then people that you're like, is that so and so? Should I know that? I feel like I should I know, I know that know person. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then there's me with my fantasy trophy, 
<laughs> both middle fingers raised aloft. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chateau Mumu. Cha- oh, the, oh, the oh, times at the Chateau. The Chateau. Is that, that's where Belushi, is that where Belushi died? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry yeah. to bring it down. Yeah, way to go, I dude. He's talking about winning and you're sure. talking about death. One of our greatest comedians died. Well, for all we know, Brian. maybe he won. I just watched some NASA Jesus shit last Christ. night. Maybe none of this is real. Oh, I'm just, I'm just saying. You're a fan of NASA. Yeah, I'm a fan of NASA. You know, planets and stars and yep. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard of it and all that other stuff. Don't, don't. I was just trying to bring it back to positivity. Yeah, positivity. Speaking of positivity, Ballers uh, next season. You said starts in January. We know we start shooting it. Start in shooting January, in January. Yeah. Uh, we'll start enjoying it in uh, June or July, something like that. Awesome. Dwayne Johnson is he? Uh, is he the positive shining beacon of light he is online in real life? Yeah, I hate to tell you. Don't hate. I, I have a crush on the dude. Okay, good. So in, you want to know. I'm in he's, love with the guy. He's, yeah. he's, he's everything you want him to be. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. I, I it's, could my, not be. it's my pleasure to announce. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, um, yeah, uh, don't, don't doubt The Rock. Good, this is exactly good. what. Uh, I love it. I love exactly it. Exactly what you get. think you're getting. And that's, is that his, his company that yeah. uh, produces? Oh, one of them. One, one of them, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's ro- good though, because how horrible it'd be if it, if you don't end up liking somebody that you guys spend I, so you much really, time especially with, especially The Rock, man. You yeah. really want. But I've always I've had pretty good luck. Like you know, they always say like don't meet your idols or idols in the loose you know the loose definition mean just people you admire. And I don't know. I've never run. I, maybe I've just I've been lucky, but like maybe I can. I can think of one, maybe, like, person that was just a little prickly. Yeah, probably know? having a bad but day. still, I liked him, you know? Yeah. Um, I think overall, most people, at least in my experience, there's very few people that are complete and utter douchebags. They're really, most people I mean, are Hollywood just... Hollywood has a reputation for, for that, like, just, you know, creating monsters. And, and it does. I mean, we see them, but I don't, nec- I don't see them. Since. Yeah. I, it seems like every uh, um, a lot, sometimes, especially with the bigger, bigger people, uh, it's sometimes it's more the handlers that are the problem versus the actual person. Unless the person is dictating to the handlers to I don't know do that, and then they come in and go, "I'm amazing, everybody," because my handlers were such jerks. Ten uh, seconds ago. I, so I don't know if you're being played. Contrast, yeah, to, to uh, being played for it. I have no idea. Good strategy, no idea. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Of, I'm sure a lot of times people use their management and agencies to get certain things done that they don't want to come right out and ask for, but... For but that's most- crazy because, like, I don't know, man, because that's, that's like this cognitive dissonance where you, you make yourself believe that your your team or whatever is not an extension of yourself. There, and yeah. You will get judged um, by their actions, guilt by association. I really, you know, you just... Yeah, you want your representatives to represent you in a positive light. You, I, guess, al- you know? I just always, and I've, this has been my mo is as much as I can to just surround myself in whatever I do at work with people that I love and think are great. Yeah, that so, you would that you would not. You don't need a bulldog. You'd rather be able to hang out with a person, basically. Yeah, well, kind of the a whole theory. Children's Hospital was really that. Like, oh, I just had this idea. Why don't I get all of my favorite people together who are funny? Do that do it, and and. and and uh, it it shows because that show was, I mean, that show was hilarious. Oh, thank and, and it was you. Yeah, it I, was so well that. done, and it was so insanely funny, and it was so insane that that to go along that ride, all those people had to somehow get along in my head. Like, oh yeah, there were no. We still like 
there's an email chain going around right now trying to get it, get it like a holiday dinner together. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, who's Ken Marino? Like that, that, guy, that yeah. guy doesn't everything that guy says and does. I'm just I laugh at. It's just hilarious. Oh my god, yeah. We had Aaron Hayes on the show. She mm-hmm. was. Great I do on not care show. for her. No, <laughs> she's <laughs> care for her. She was. She was off. No, is, she was off. <laughs> Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes. I don't know. I I'm gonna just I speak to this to the to the to the hills. Like she is. One of the not only just wonderful, it, one of the best actors, and you know she just got recently just got fucked by what that yeah, stupid yeah. but but ended up on show. another show that is going to probably be yeah. better and like she's that talented I was like she was already too good for that sitcom yeah. if that made sense like it was just yeah. kind of a rehashed thing and then the, she's so she I used to call her like she's like I thought of her as my Swiss Army knife like anything I need. You she know, could do yeah. when we're writing like that. You know, Aaron can. Aaron can do, and and she can. Like and she is a genuinely good person too. That's the thing. Person. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. sweet person. Well, like you said, now I feel like probably everybody that was on Children's Hospital is, is a worthwhile human being yep. because yeah, you can bank on that. Yeah. All of those people are good people. Henry Winkler. Keeps oh oh my God! You got to work with the Shut Fonz. Shut your fucking mouth. The Fonz. The Fonz. And can that be brought up anymore? He seems like so nice. He doesn't give oh, a yeah. shit. Oh, okay. he loves it. He, oh, does. he does. As a matter of fact, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were worried about that. Like he didn't come in until season two. Um, my manager was like, "Hey, I, I think I represent Henry Winkler now. Do you want me to try and get him on Children's?" That's how that came up. And I was That's like, uh, "No, no, I don't want the fods on. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm hanging up." And so, like, um. He has become like the the man that I want to be. I I th- I always think to myself like, ah, you're really tired. You don't want to do this. Go that extra mile. What would Henry do? You know, um, he's just um, he's a, a, a yeah beautiful human being. Yeah, I, I that. The Fonz, man. Happy Days was a show that I watched in reruns. <laughs> Me and too. St- and it I was still, my show. I that still was my watch one. It. That was my show that I like. Everybody's. I didn't. I watched TV like we all did, but not. My parents were really strict about it. But the but Happy Days was like, and all of the spinoffs and every iteration. Oh, yeah. yeah, so many, so many. The the family tree of of Happy, Happy Days, Days is crazy. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Except like, for the oldest brother who disappears after the Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. Oh, goes upstairs no, to do homework and never. They comes mention back. him in the final episode. Yeah, too. yeah. Bonkers final episode. Imagine this in t- today's landscape, television landscape. Tom Bosley gives a toast, and he goes, um, I'd like to make a toast to all of us. And he looks right down the barrel of the camera and goes, yeah. and to you. May, the, may your You'd days be, be happy. happy days, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, getting chills that thinking was like, Joni and Chachi got married in the backyard. It's ridiculous. Richie yeah. came back. Richie Ron came Howard back. came back. Yeah. Yeah, all um, the guys that like stayed on the sh- like came to the guy who played uh, Jefferson on Married with Children, um, T- not Ted McGinley, Ted McGinley, Ted McGinley, yeah, Ted McGinley, yeah, that guy was awesome, Ted McGinley, Ted McGinley. God, I don't know, yeah, that. they managed to make him. I, I could choke him down, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that whole that, the whole show from beginning to end, even when they sort of like even after Fonzie actually jumped a shark, um, oh, there's. It's, it's beyond reason. Like they don't. They they they. It was born of that. Like 
70s craze about the 50s. Like, they were obsessed with the 50s yeah. for a day. Uh, and, you know, and we got we got grease out of it, and we, you know we got a bunch of other things, and 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 it was actually a I think it was it was adapted from a little whatever like a part of an episode in Love American style this yeah. earlier show, and they made it a show, but then they got rid of the fifties thing basically. I mean, <laughs> it kind of phased out slowly <laughs> over the years and then just she was Joni was wearing bell bottoms and had 70s <laughs> hair yeah like we just jumped a couple decades and, huh? and drug problems and then there was Chachi oh, she's beautiful. sad sad Chachi fucking Chachi man yeah, Scott Bayo got a little he, he broke my little, heart yeah. by the way um, uh, it would be interesting uh, because of the demographics that would have watched Children's Hospital probably did not know too much about Happy Days it would be funny for them to see mm. that Henry Winthrop character then and be like oh you should see um, when he was the Fonz and literally just see a completely yeah. different human well, he being. He was always game to do like Fonzie bits. Uh, with the first time we did it was season two, and and it's kind of the it's it's a it's you get it's a win win because um, the people who know Happy Days are gonna be like, oh my, oh my god, god. Yeah. he's doing a bit from ha-. he he did the thing where he was try he can't say I'm sorry I'm so I'm so and and. And, uh, but we were just like, what's happening? What's happening to Cy? I think he's having a stroke. <laughs> get, get him on a cart. Get him to trauma room four. You know? And, uh, but, uh, and then the people that don't get it just think it's a hilarious. Yeah, they it's a recycling weirdo. Yeah. No, it's that's awesome. I saw him do, uh, when he was on Arrested Development, there was mm-hmm. one quick scene where him, um, uh, Jason Bateman and Scott Baio are in a bathroom. They're both Bob Loblaw is a lawyer, Scott Baio's Bob character. Bob Loblaw. And then Same. Henry Winkler's character is an idiot lawyer. And Ron Howard's doing the voiceover. And he does the voiceover. Jason Bateman says something to the two guys. And he goes, you're both idiots. And he walks out. And Chachi finally, Scott Baio finally leaves. And Henry Winkler's combing his hair. And he just looks in the mirror. And he's like, yeah. And he just does that Fonzie kind of like, eh. And just not one word was said about it. And he walked out. I was Loved like, Oh, yeah. man. Going back to Chil- uh, Children's Hospital for a second. The, the, so good. Th- that writing style, I'm, I'm always blown away by, like, where on earth does that come out of a human being's head? Because there's one thing of, like, just writing, like, a traditional, straightforward film, mm. drama, or just straightforward comedy, film, or television. But when you... you that show, it's like, it's, it can go out there and then come back and go yeah. out. Like, how... I'm just curious, like yeah. how how does it the the germ of that idea turn into that? Because it just it seems so complex, right? Well, the germ of the idea was basically like I at the time I was watching my wife was into Grey's Anatomy, and so I would kind of like watch it casually over her shoulder and be like, "This is fucked up." They jump the shark on every. That's their trick is they're jumping the shark on every episode, so it can't they can never jump the shark yeah. and um and so i was like and they're all just fucking each other yeah, and beautiful and i was like all right so the the only the the, the let's let's just put all those dynamics into a the most in, inappropriate environment for a them, children's, a hospital. children's hospital <laughs> and so it started off as that and none none of us the three of us had really seen much of gray's anatomy and so we were doing sort of a, a parody of hospital TV shows, right? 
I was a big San Elsewhere fan. We we drew on all of them. <clears throat> San Elsewhere was a big one for me. Um, the first scene ended with a snow globe <laughs> at Children's Hospital. But um, but you know, we quickly became like like the fifties in Happy Days. We that was sort of abandoned for. We became like. It was sort of um, not parodies of genres or tropes, but but um, homages to tropes. Like like when you went like the you were in the North Korean hospital, the the war hospital for the season, not North. Right, Korean. like we never hit a mash joke on the head. Right, right, um, but yeah, and that was that was a whole other that scene. That's the worst season, season five. Thanks for bringing it up. It was still funny. Uh, I know, I know. It was still I, very I got to go back and watch it again. Because every time I see something, I laugh. But, like, but to answer your question, um, it was, it was uh, truly like a, a good team, like the three of us who, who loved, it, rather than making fun of things, to like celebrate them. And it was, Dave, to David Wayne's credit, it, the first time we did it was uh, our Do the Right Thing episode, which was season two or th- two, I think, two or three. And I wrote the first draft, and it was so spot on, like guys, you know, scuffing their sneakers, sitting on the stoop, somebody scuffs their sneakers. And he's like, no, 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 just play the hot day. And then let it devolve, let's let it devolve into, you know... What becomes, oh my God, then people are finally like, oh my God, this has been do the right thing this whole, whole time. time. <laughs> the jazz and the whole thing. And it was, a, it, was a, it was a real eye-opener for me. And sort of the way that David Wayne does a lot of his stuff. He's a super yeah. talented guy. Man. But he's, he's like, just... you know, I was always like, this is a joke-based show. And a lot of his stuff is, the joke is the idea, like the ridiculous situation. Yeah. And so there's not, you don't, he doesn't, you don't have to have as many like jokes because the whole thing is, is just ridiculous. Is a joke. <laughs> and so we had, we kind of met in the middle. I was going to say, I think that explains the complexity of it. For me, where I'm always like, how the, f-? like sometimes you yeah. just watch something and you're like, how did they get yeah. there? Like it's just, it's that mind blowing. Yeah. But, that, but when you explain it that way, it makes sense. Those two worlds. Yeah meet somewhere, yep. then it makes sense. It was mean to, and, and then in, in the middle of those two worlds was our third partner, John Stern, who was a, he's a producer and writer and, and uh, brilliant in his own right. And like he, uh, and so it was, it was really like a great, it's a great team. How, um, was it luck or was it just like, thank, like really intense casting for that? Because obviously that, you look at that group that you had too, that no, it was, was easy. you're pulling from everywhere. It was easy because uh, I was like, at the beginning, you know, it was the writer's strike when we shot the first season. Oh, wow. Because um, that's all we could do. So it was born out of necessity. I just left the Daily Show, moved to my family to L.A., a month-old baby to L.A., and to do a show on Fox that got canceled after six episodes. What was the show? The winner. It was Seth MacFarlane's first live oh. action sitcom. I remember. And that. it was funny, but it, but it was, um, did not work. And, uh, so after, so I find myself then unable to work and, and becoming penniless, like college, yeah. you know, Scraping resin. Scrape. Yeah. <laughs> am, am exactly. I, and I'm yeah. not to interrupt you, but am I, I, this is where I think, I had not met you at the time, but I remember I was at the park, 
and that's where I met your wife. Mm. She was hanging out with another friend, and she was talking. Oh, my husband made this web thing for WB. Yeah. For Children's Hospital, it's it's only online, and it's narrated by Stephen Colbert. And that's and that was kind of things was narrated by Colbert. That's 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 basically all she said. And I was like, oh. I'll ch- I'll check it out. Where where can I find it? Like the you know the yeah. classic. Where on the where on the I don't even know. Yeah. It was so hard back in the because. But that's where you, you made that. Where did you make it back then? Had you already made it in L.A. at that point, or did you we make made that it, in New York? No, we made it in. Uh, we shot the first season in six days in L.A. In L.A. Okay. Yep. Um, and am I correct on the whole WB website? Am I remembering yeah, WB, that correctly? It was WB 2.0. Every okay. studio because of the strike, they opened these digital arms. And their theory was, okay, we're just going to get, we can do online material. We're going to get a bunch, we're going to have a bunch of free pilots, essentially. Yeah. And if time. we like something, Hence, it can Going back again. to the penniless part. But it only works. <laughs> Children's was the only thing that actually pushed through. Like, and they all folded. And, you know, the, Children's was the only thing that actually made it. And I had no intention of going to TV, to tell you the truth. I was like, TV's done. Well, that's also probably... You in, were going to stay... Yeah. You liked the platform you were on. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. And the wackiness of the show, like, to me, I was like, of course this show started on the internet because it's it's yeah. so bizarre and so strange and so funny that, like, a, a network wouldn't be like, yeah, let's get that onto it. <laughs> 22 minutes of that every, CBS. you know, once a week. Yeah, they would be scared shitless of that, so... Right. To start online, and then, I mean, to, that's well, when I saw that, I was like, I hope they grow more shows like that. It's it, also, too, like, I'm fond of saying that, like, Adult Swim is the, the internet of television. Yeah. So... It was a nice, smooth transition. To 12-minute episodes, you didn't have to We had do... a very minor bidding war <clears throat> between Adult Swim and Comedy Central, and it never would have worked on Comedy Central. Or it wouldn't no, have lasted too, as long, too for funny. sure, right? For That's sure. the thing. Too That's, funny. They're not it's big enough. Yeah. Too funny. No, they, yeah, they would have been comedy. able to do like... Um, too much comedy, come on. They, yeah, it was also... Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, there was such a lack of a corporate feel, atmosphere at Adult Swim. It really is just like... The the um, what is it? What is the, the the phrase? The inmates run the asylum. Yeah, it really is that. I mean, the guy that runs the thing, Mike Lazo, he really programs it just to his whim, to his own personal tastes. We had a show, a spinoff of Children's Hospital called Newsreader, Newsreaders, that was on yeah. for two years, and it got almost as good numbers as Children's. It was great, and it was really <clears throat> funny, and people loved it. And he didn't like it. He just did just didn't click with him. It wasn't his thing, and he pulled it after two seasons, regardless a of what feedback. Show, is. Yeah. which is great, actually. You like, got Beverly Hillbillied. It's a safe place to be. That that network. Uh, so that was newsreaders came from there, and also SV. Uh, yeah, the all the initials. yeah that wasn't a you know that was often like to I I hope it doesn't bum Paul out, but uh, Paul Sheary. But yeah, they're often like credited with being a spinoff because they were a. They were a fake commercial when we yeah. were. We ran the first season, season one, on Adult Swim in two parts. We ran one episode, then another with a commercial break. Gotcha. But that commercial break just happened to be shows that looked a lot like Children's Hospital at a time when there wasn't any of that on Adult Swim. So people gotcha. were like, oh, that's a spinoff. But it wasn't. No, it had nothing. The only thing. It, we, it was that came from the same world of comedy, the UCB state sort yeah. of world, and it was produced by John Stern. Nice. Is that where you came? I mean, I don't. I forgive me for my ignorance. Was that what you got into it for? It, or did you do like your brother? I know was more of a, a theater actor. Right. Is that did you guys both kind of take the same path? Yeah. 
And, and, and how did you find yourself more in the comedy realm of things? Well, like we said before about the plan B thing, like yeah. I was, I was, I, the second I got to New York, man, I just started like pounding the pavement and working all the, sending out headshots and doing all of these little things to try and get an agent or get whatever, get something, you know, and just worked every day at it. And I was doing theater, shitty theater, shitty off-Broadway Shakespeare and I fancied myself a. Uh, Still a that's shit. what I was going to do. Shakespeare's hard, though. I well, don't care no, how it, shitty or how off Broadway. Yeah, it's Shakespeare. It's hard. <laughs> and I remember, like, when I learned, I learned then to like your that your definition of success changes and let it change. Like, I was on stage doing a tour of uh, Twelfth Night, and I had it's a, a Shakespearean break. comedy. Yeah, Brian. Twelfth Night. Thank you. Thank you, William Shakespeare. Okay, <laughs> I'll look into it. They say. And um, yeah, yeah, allegedly. And um, he and uh, I had a. We were all on stage the whole time doing everything, and and I had a break where I sort of look at everything and just sort of look around in the lights, and I was like, I made it, I made it. I'm, I'm making three hundred fifty dollars an hour, and and an extra fifty if I teach a fight workshop or an iambic pentameter class at these junior colleges, and I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life, and then when you get something else, you're like, oh my god. Did I make it again? <laughs> I made it. And, and it keeps happening from there, you know? Like, and and it, it's a really, it's good advice for a young actor to be like, just d- don't, don't so solidly define what making it means to you. you know? That and, and, and be, be uh, excited where you are at the time. Like you said, mm-hmm. you, thought, yeah. you thought you made it because you, you, you weren't, you didn't, it wasn't that you didn't have lofty goals that you weren't pushing yourself and you weren't trying sure. every day, but you were doing something that was like, holy shit, yeah. finally, I love this. Yeah. And like you said, you could, you were financially like, oh, there's a way, no, I could, yeah. I could live on this. I could right. live and I would be very happy. Yeah. And from that, you keep working more. Right. And then as you yeah. keep working more, you get into more and more successful uh, things and then you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Right. And like you said, every time you're like, I made it again. And from, to answer your, like, the, what, how it happened was, like, I was doing... Because those two worlds don't really, no, seem, no. to me and my, they don't... They don't, they don't at all. So over. I realized one of the things I was doing is, like, all right, how can I improve? What do I need to improve? And I realized, I'm not, I don't think I'm a good auditioner. I never learned how to audition in college and acting school. Like, I, so I decided, all right, I'm going to go on every audition in Backstage magazine. So I did. I mean, things that didn't, it made no sense for me to go on. And I'd, so I would go on hundreds of auditions just to get better at it, more comfortable. And you get to that point where you don't care. And that's the And that's when spot. you start booking that's everything. The sweet, and then you start booking everything. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, I'm not going to play a, an overweight black woman in her 90s. You guys are idiots. <laughs> I shouldn't have auditioned for this. Um, <clears throat> but then I auditioned. One of those auditions happened to be for a sketch group. And I got cast. And this woman was very persuasive. And, and I did it. It was terrible. Terrible sketch group, Gotham Comedy's house group, Gotham Comedy Club's house group, played every Monday night, and they had other people writing their material. They were kind of tired, uh, and they didn't really want to do it anymore. And I was writing new stuff and psyched, and and I had funny friends who were you know Brian Husky. Um, so you knew him back, back <clears throat> yeah, then. Yeah, I knew okay. Brian Husky back then, and and I was like, why don't we start our own thing? We started Naked Babies, my sketch group, and then we found the UCB Theater. And that's the only thing I've ever gotten in on the ground floor on. Because it was just, it was relatively new back then? They didn't even have a theater. They Did had, not have a theater. They okay. had, they were a fourth floor walk up in a dance studio. Oof. And I saw Ass Cat once, because I heard it was, I heard UCB was Andy Richter's sketch group. 
And I was like, yeah, I like Andy Richter. He, and he just happened to be performing that night. Um, and Adam McKay was there. I'd never even heard of Adam McKay before. And he blew my fucking mind, his, his improv. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. And so then me and Husky, we spent, and the rest of Naked Babies eventually spent the next five years just doing shows seven nights a week. And then they got a theater and then wow. they got another theater. And then, then Riggle and Polar got, Rob Riggle and Amy Polar got cast from the UCB theater for SNL. And then that's when it yeah. blew okay. up. And then Ed Helms and I got the Daily Show soon after that. It became a place where people go to see talent. Um, but we were just like, you know, just hanging out. It was like a community. It still is. It's yeah. really cool. Daily Show, um, did you, uh, uh, did you, uh, your time on, I'm assuming you enjoyed your time on there. It, was yeah. it, it um, I, I think we asked Nate this question when he was, when he was on there, but I, I, Marks, they always knew, sometimes they knew, sometimes they tried to play along and you still oh. got them, or like, how, for, for you, because yeah. um, you were not, the, the, the Daily Show, you were always on it with John, or were you on it before John as well? No, 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 I, I was a fan before John, but um, I was on, you know, about a year or two after John. After John started. Yeah, okay, started. all right. They were, so they're still transitioning to what they became. Okay. You know, and um, yeah, I guess it's another, that's another thing, like another, like, like the UCB. Everything's going great. Like, and- God, this is, like George W. Bush and the war was so good to us. 9-11 was so good to the Daily Show. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I get I it. really, yeah. like, um, became... You know, something special, and we knew it. Like, we, we would, wouldn't say we knew it, <laughs> you know, because that's not cool. Right. But I was like, this is... Ed Helms and I were talking in our office, when we shared an office, and he goes, um, we were bitching about something. I was like, oh, my fucking travel. I get stuck in Canada for nine hours, you know? And, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I got this, I got this. And we were bitching about something, just like you do at a job. And there was this pause, and he goes... You know, we're going to look back on this someday. And we're not going to remember any of this stupid shit. We're just going to remember how special it was. And I'm getting tears in my eyes just thinking about it. But I was like, you're so right. And I mean, that's ultimately when did it up coming when the show came to, well, not the show, but when John ended it. That's basically what it was, right? It was like you all of a sudden realize the gravity of what it became. You know, That's, that's kind of what everybody all of a sudden was like, oh my God, yeah, this thing was like... It skyrocketed. Yeah, well, it was the first thing of its kind, really. Yeah, like, you know, and it, and John is a unique uh, person for that. You know, uh, uh, the right again, that's the right person for that thing at that specific time. So yeah. it, it evolved into that, or was yeah. there kind of a thing where all of a sudden everybody was like, "Hey, you know, was it, did something was was a slow was the show like tapping on something, and then finally someone went, you know, that stuff we're tapping." Well, on. John slowly, like the the creators of the show, uh, still worked there, and there were writers from the old regime. Yeah, they did keep writers where from Kilbourne. It was Kilborn? just kind of like a lighter, yeah, where it was yeah. a lighter show and snarkier. More fake, more, yeah, meaner. more faker kind meaner, of like. Yeah, faker, it meaner. Yeah. And, and with John, like, he saw a, he saw a, like, because he's just a smart guy who cares about news and hates hypocrisy. Um, and, and, and saw, like, we have a special forum here to be able to do something a little different. And, 
you know, there's a lot of kind of internal blowback, and eventually everybody was just sort of, those guys were the old guard was sort of weeded out. Oh, okay. They, there's some old guard that is still working there. That's to, amazing. To this day, that are wow. like, that, that are like, that have been there since day one, J.R. Havlin. You know, he, because he got it. He was one of those guys that was like, no. That's he still nice to work he on grew and evolved with the show. Exactly. Instead of going, we used to do it like this. Nah, yeah, yeah. Which, He's also to, on to a television the, show for over 20 years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a nice job. Too. And it was like an SNL thing. Before we came in, before John came in, like, it was like SNL in the 70s. They were, there was every, the hall smelled like weed. It was like a party every night. Really? And John was like, no, this is a workspace, man. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, that didn't fly. That shit didn't fly. Wow. Yeah. You know... Be in your suit at three thirty, my motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you? Uh, um, so, so doing all the, the the reports and stuff like that. Like what? It, oh, so what was fake? And well, no, no, I mean, it was a little bit of both, right? Sometimes no. Or, or no? No, it was always the only thing that was ever. Um, see, because we asked them those questions in an interview. The problem is that back then the show can only afford one, one camera. camera, so we were on the subject, the interviewee, right? And so then the camera would have to flip around. It was so monotonous. I would have to answer the question. I would have to ask the questions again just to get them on camera. And they were they were in. They had to be dirty in the frame. And uh, and I would you would put a little spin on them. They, you would not change the questions. Same questions I asked, but with a different attitude. Right. You know, yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 More hard hitting. <clears throat> And, that's and you're when, making, you're staring at these people doing this yeah. to them too, yes. right? Oh, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> that's when you saw the color like fade. They from were like, face. "Oh shit!" That's when they figured it out because everybody <laughs> thought that everybody loved John Stewart and thought that they John Stewart would be on their side, right? Yeah, he'll they're like not, me. They don't think they're crazy, right? You know. And then when they realize, oh, this is oh, irony. Shit. He's agreeing with me. He's agreeing, but I not thought he was agreeing way. with me. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's mocking this it. This is irony. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> was there ever any, any, any times where you were like, we need to get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're kicked out of some places, too. Like. But, I mean, never physically. <laughs> never physically. No, 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 no. Never physically threatened. Uh, I'm assuming producers are pretty good about that stuff, right? So you kind of know. Producers. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, was like, that was like anything, you a we camera the, guy and a sound guy, If right? anything, yeah, we were the, oh, like, no muscle. Produ- you oh, okay. produced your own. No, no, we, we produced with... There was a producer. There was a okay, there was somebody. And, um, and we'd, we'd hire a local crew. But, oh, okay. A beta crew, just two people. But um, we would write... The correspondence would write with the producer, the piece with the producer, and it would always turn into something else when we got back. Right. So when somebody came, like, were you ever like, did they ever like turn the cameras off and get the hell out of here, kind of stuff, like stuff that you had to scrap because it just yeah. it went south? Yes. Okay. And the, oh, and the other thing that was fake too that I should mention is because sometimes these things just don't go well. They're not good. Yeah. Like, Meaning that just the, the subject is just they just for whatever reason they're a bad it's interview. Just, we're not getting the story. They're a bad interview. Uh, um, I'm off my game. There, whatever. Like so, we at the end of every interview, we say, "Now we just like to get, um, just like thirty seconds of you staring at me." <laughs> and then everything you can just cut to and that. So we can always cut to a button. Like so, I ask a stupid question, and they just cut to them like staring at me with no <laughs> yeah, expression no expression on their face, stone face, which yeah. is that Daily Show like. 
which worked every yeah. single time. Well, of yeah. course. Yeah. Silence is always hilarious. It's hilarious. Especially like if they were trying to be like, what you talking about? <laughs> it wouldn't work. They were literally just <laughs> blank. <laughs> Did you ever find yourself in a situation where people were like, you knew, like you could see it coming. They're like, I'm going to tell this person to fuck off and get out of here. And you're like, yeah. you're going, you're trying to stay committed yeah. oh. and you know that it's coming. And, and then you're kind of like, all right, we got it. And you kind of like, you, all right, we're out. Do you literally just be like, all right, yeah, we're good. We're out. Or do you try yeah. to, do you try to well, calm the situation? Depends. It depends. Uh, there was only with me, there was only, um, I can think of two times. And both times were with the, my pr- the producer was Jim Margolis, who became an executive producer, and that, and then we 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 stole him away to produce newsreaders. Um, and he's a very funny, great writer, but just tenacious, and he will not. He's he's gonna. He doesn't care who he makes uncomfortable um, for the good of the show. And and it was brutal. I, we did this one with this guy that was like, we tried to. We tried to prove our, our premise was that voting can kill you because, <laughs> because voting booths are uh, disgusting. They're covered in. We had germs. a doctor test it, and then a guy that had written a book on germs, and, and then go, went in to interview him. And he was like, he was in good, sh- good cheer, but you could tell he was like, he was joking, but not like he was like, Beatrice, kick them out of here. <laughs> And he's like, you're really going to ask me that question? Like, he was serious, but we knew we could push him a little bit. The other one was, we, our whole premise was that people are getting to the charity game just for, uh, just to get, like, the celebrity cred, you know? So we went to a doctor, or it's like children's charities for the celebrity cred. And uh, we went to, something like that, we went to a doctor... And we got into his office, and he had pictures of celebrities all over his wall. And we were like, oh, my God. Well, it's not going to work, because it's true. And sure <laughs> enough, after the first two questions, he was like, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. We're like, yep. <laughs> yes, we do. I think we should. <laughs> I agree with you. Did you ever do any where you were like, I, I feel kind of bad about the fact that I've got this mark so nailed? Or does that not really come into play because you're kind of in such a zone? Also, they probably oh, didn't no. call them marks. Did you guys didn't call them marks? Did you? What? You didn't call no, them no, marks? No, no, no. Oh yeah, you keep calling them marks like it's a hidden camera. They're not show. marks. No, they're but like they're, they don't know. They're but subjects. Well, the, 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 the I'm sorry. Part about it is even the guy you agree with, <laughs> as per the rules of irony, you have to take sides against. So then that's uncomfortable. Yeah. If they don't get it. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, it was never. Stephen Colbert told me right before my first. Daily Show field piece. He said, "You got to hang your soul up outside the door okay. before you go in and do yeah. it." Yeah, but he goes, "But make sure to put it on again." <laughs> and the other, the other, the other advice was, when it's all done, spend your per diem, have a couple cocktails, <laughs> like you've heard it, pal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was t- there were they were fucking tough, really tough. How many years did you do that show? Um, five, five years. Wow. Okay, wow. The uh, um, for you because uh, you've created stuff. Yeah. Obviously, you've just straight up acting. Like you've done yeah. all the things. Was did you have a specific agenda? Are you totally fine with like whatever whatever next year brings me? As long as I'm working, guy. Like what's yeah, what's no, your thing? I'm always like, I'm again. It's the same. Like I trust. I trust the. I trust that if my heart is still in this. And I'm still working hard, moving forward. Or then, then it's 
that it's going to work out and that I will adjust my perception of success accordingly as, as I go forward. And so, you know, that's, then that's it. Like I, I want to create stuff. I want to write a movie and, you know, do that kind of thing. But like, I just, I just, I just want to, it's never about money. And honestly, it's not like, I know that's lame to say. No, but if it was, if if it was, then you would have not been content with the $350. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. No, no. I mean, it's really like, it's, it's, uh, and 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 none of, and none of this shit is like I don't do like high paying gigs either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people think, oh, you're on the TV. You're you, yeah, you created Children's Hospital. Yeah. My guess is that money's still not like... that. T- All right, so Children's Hospital. Like I was, I had three jobs, so I was the only one making a living wage. Right. Everybody else Everyone had to do other other stuff, right, but right. like I could have done just Children's and lived comfortably but it was like because i was an actor i was a writer i was the creator producer you know yeah so there's a lot of different uh sources but um uh i so i i think like i'm just i'm I'm not i'm not super dumb with money and so i don't worry about that not flat you're not even before i got into acting when i was a kid i was like if i just do if you just do what you love the money will come I don't know where I heard that or read that or somebody told me that that I respected. That's great. And that's true. I think it's true. It's worked out. Yeah, there's enough money as you need. The, so, it, so jumping over to film, because you were primarily in TV, the, mm-hmm. and, and you did some uh, um, uh, uh, bit parts here and there, yeah. and then... Real, so there, real quick, are you you're jumping into no, film? No, I'm just, I'm just talking. Wait, are you right. jumping talking? in... I just head wanted, first into film. That's, just, that's what he's I concerned just, about. Well, I, I my concern is you bring something up before I get a chance to bring it up because I'd like to say something. <laughs> don't <clears throat> steal. I'm not going to steal John's thunder. It's he's, not my thunder. It's not my thunder. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm going to tell him to take, <laughs> take us into the deep take end. Take us into the deep end. There are a few movies that could be considered better than the original. Okay, I think you can make that case with Empire Strikes Back. I think you can make that case with Terminator Two. I, I, I blank on a lot on a few Godfather of the other movies. Two? Godfather Two. That being said, barely one of those movies I would put into that category would be Hot Tub Time Machine Two, because that movie is wow. so incredibly funny. I mean, the first one is uh, is very funny. I get that look on a very picture. funny. Wow. I gotta get that picture. But the John's second head. one was I laughed harder at the second one than I did at the first one. Wow. If I had a if I had a dime, <laughs> every time I've heard You'd that, have one dime. I would have one shiny dime, and I would just have gotten it today. Um, I didn't know if that was something you'd heard awesome. before. <laughs> no, but I really, I, the second I, the movie and ended. He's not kidding, by the way. I'm not he's kidding. Up before the movie ended, I called my brother. I go, dude, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? He goes, No, I saw the first. I go, Well, fucking see the second one. It's better than the first. And he goes, What? And I've been telling people that since I saw him. Like, oh, the second one is even better. Oh, if you like man. the first one at all, the second one you're gonna piss your pants. Like, well, you know, I'm always a sucker for whatever I'm in at the time, thinking yeah. it's great. But yeah. looking back on it. I, st- I I agree with you. I think it's a funnier movie because um, the concept is already there. Like the, the I think Hot Tub One has ha- like nailed this weird became cult because not only was it funny, but it had this weird heart to it that you know wasn't too much heart and nostalgia. Yeah, like exactly. a perfect combination of and, that. And yeah. two, um, maybe I thought that maybe if any if anything the heart was a little forced, but but uh, it was yeah I thought. Because of yeah, it was. I, I agree with you, but the movie like, was so funny. But you can't. 
I mean, who knew? Who knew the kids needed more Cusack? <clears throat> who knew the kids were going to demand? Yeah. Apparently, we were fucking assholes to make that movie. <laughs> I mean, oh, God, that was the worst weekend. What? Whoa. That was the worst weekend. Making that movie? It was the only weekend I gave a shit about box office. Like, mm. it was actually like... Oh, the release. Yeah. <clears throat> and then when the writing... St- we started getting on the phone and started trying to figure it out. Like, what's, what's the problem here? Like, it's just bomb. Classic bomb. Wait, which one are you talking about? Two. Oh, two. Okay, okay. No, the first one did fine. It just grew over the years. Is that what? Okay. It was like culty. But that's, I think the thing with the reason the, the box office numbers probably weren't there for the second one is because people didn't see the first one until it was on HBO, until it was on. Yeah. I just you feel never like know. you. you that's feel the thing. Like, like I've had the, this conversation with everybody yeah. in the cast, and we've got nine different opinions. Nine different reasons. Everybody's got nine different reasons why it could mm-hmm. have not worked. And, and I just think, like, I think um, you never know. You don't know. Some don't work. Well, and I also think that, like, you know, it's now, I mean, good luck making a, a, a blockbuster comedy. That's what I was just going to say. It. That's the other thing is. It's um, not for, I don't go it see is comedies. Hard no, because there's theater. so many big. Because can we the, just accept the, that? The humor of Hot Tub Time Machine can be, it doesn't, it doesn't dissipate from the big screen to the small screen. So yeah, you're getting right. the same movie. Whereas if you yeah. watch I'm going to go see Last Jedi Yeah, you're going to see Mad Max Fury Road. Last because night I'm going to go see it. <laughs> and I'm going to love it. Did, you, did, you saw I it did. last night? I'm seeing yeah, it. John hasn't oh, seen it. I'm going to see it, it on good. Christmas. I was, I, was imp- I was more than... I went in with... I didn't read reviews. I, I left, left everything in the door. And yeah. I was like, huh, holy... You got me. You I got was, me, Star Wars. You got me on this one. They, I was blown away. Yeah, man. That that's great. So I'm good. excited. Good twist. It was like some would say it's the hot tub time machine too. Of, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Of um, it's better than New Hope. Of of wars in space <laughs> movies. <laughs> of any wars in space movies. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, um, thank you for saying that. Yeah. You and, but you and my dad. Did he like it? Maybe. Oh yeah, my dad likes everything. Uh, he gets but a I mean, sweet dad. But there's a different look. I, look <laughs> I'm it. a fan, and I like most stuff you've, you've been in that I've seen. But that movie is like, even if your dad's got to be like, that is some funny shit. It's like, funny man, that's so funny. Your dad's that been you in war, that. so let's. Right, has he been my in dad, war? Vietnam. Fucking okay. Vietnam. So there you go. There you go. He's seen some shit. So the man knows comedy. What are we? No, he's about? seen some shit, <laughs> man. He has seen some shit, pal. He's been in the shit. Yeah. yeah. He went on a tour once. To I've been a on tour. Place called tour Vietnam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the film thing, yeah. for you, and and it, obviously, I think you've probably already answered this question, but it's just like I think it seems like you just go with the flow. Yeah. It wasn't one of these things where you were like, "Well, when do I become the star no. versus the supporting actor?" I'm bald, right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm bald. Do you really? So, I see. I always think that the the more like uh, awesome. Like if you if you if you lift too much weight, if you're too pretty in comedy, you will never be the star. You kind of have to be the everyman. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I and think, you don't you, know, you don't like, feel that that's you represent the everyman. I do. Okay, I think I do. I mean, I could play. I'm go, I'm I'm going to play some shade, some version on the color wheel of of uh, of the plot device of the best friend, or if I play just the best friend forever. Um, Totally happy with that, you know, because because uh, I want uh, because I, I I love the different shades of those characters, and you know wh- I say best friend, meaning like that's any sort of supporting uh, <laughs> supporting lead, you know that right. that I don't want to 
I, I not that I don't want to be the main character, but in a comedy, it's usually like you know, unless it's Hot Tub Time Machine, where you got three guys who are yeah, you know, we're I was going to say you got you, Craig Robinson, and in the second one, Adam Scott were the. I mean, yeah. the, the I forget the kid's name who played your uh, son. Uh, oh, Clark. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he's on. Uh, I'm dying up here too on Showtime he's, right he's now. The best. Yeah, he's that relationship is. <laughs> he's the best. He's probably one of the better father son uh, relationships you because you don't even know it's a father son relationship for a little while. And but. that was the heart in the second one. That, <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that were like you know that. Yeah, it, it's he's um. You should get him in here. He uh, seems like a, again he's strikes a me dude. as a normal. Relatively normal no, person. Not normal. Not normal. Well, no, I mean, normal, normal is normal. Fucking can be. weirdo. Okay, <laughs> they even better than beautiful okay. weirdo. So he's going down. Is what you're saying? He's no, he's, no, 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 no. He's a he's beautiful great. weirdo, not a monster also, weirdo. Also, the thing is too, like Brian, like I. Also, if you're a good guy, then you'll work. You know what I mean? Unless you're Gary Busey, for some reason he keeps working. <laughs> yeah, I don't does understand. He, well, not anymore. I mean, not anymore. Now I think, he's, I think he's arced out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not gonna. People just don't. People get tired of it. Uh, insurance companies yeah. don't want anything to do with it. You know, the little known secret the of Hollywood, down. everybody who's never been in Hollywood. Yeah. If you're uninsurable, yeah. guess what? You're also What happened to Eric movies. Roberts? <laughs> insurance companies. Well, did. that's the reason Richard Pryor wasn't in Blazing Saddles because they, they wouldn't insure him. You know what I mean? That was. There you go. They knew. Um, so, like, if, you, and if you're a fucking asshole, people appreciate now that you're more of a liability than it's worth. And. It's not worth it. It's not. You got to you know, make your days. Got to make your movie. People don't need to be it. waiting around all day and long people for. Want to have because because no one. There's been a correction in this business, and no one. There's so much out there. TV and, and films and this. Everybody's still figuring out what the new model is. Yeah. And and um, you know, there's you got it. You you got to be in it because you love it. Yeah. Or or you're an idiot. I don't know how you could do any of this and hate it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, I'd, I'm definitely going to retire someday. Actors don't fucking retire. What's up with that? I think some of them do, but it's not the way an athlete retires. Like, I don't think Christopher Walken is acting anymore, but I don't think no. he had a speech or a press conference where he goes, uh, I'm out. You know oh, who? Sean Connery's the one that just kind of disappeared. I think he just did one more movie and then all of a sudden just was gone. And I'm I guess you go age back out to raping women. I was going to rape farm. Yeah, I was going to say Wait, I was going to go back to open handedly. Sli- he was yeah, like no, talking he's about a bad dude. Yeah. He, I don't know anything about him. So he's he, always talking about smacking women. Yeah, around. he's oh, like, you got to use an open uh, hand, and it's like, hey, guy, this is a Barbara Walters interview. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, so okay. So, yeah. so he's in the White House. Not a good dude. Yeah, he's going to be. He's going to be president. The Scottish president. Scottish. Um, you won't be seeing him no more. This is a question, actually, it's funny that it came up uh, uh, in a discussion with another friend of mine. He was asking about um, uh, the Christmas movie, and he was saying that uh, um, how much of that in those movies, or how much leeway are you given? Well, we'll specifically talk about that movie. Were you given uh, uh, with... The dialogue. The Christmas movie. Are we talking about oh, uh, Office Christmas Office Party? Christmas. Yeah. I haven't seen that in yet, so... I'd say a lot. Let's not yeah. spoil it. He was, he was just curious. He's like, a, there's a party and it gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, um, and hence his question. He's like, there's a lot going on there. He's like, yeah. I'm just curious how much of that is sticking right. to the script versus well, like out of control. It depends because you know it. Because that was like... That was a the first... Uh, I, I hadn't done a, like a big budget movie like that in a while because they just don't have them. No, they don't. Make, yeah. But that was They're a rare. huge budget and, and it was just a massive production. And so there is a... There is, 
you start to police yourself a little bit more when it comes to that because you got six cameras on this and there's, there's, a, a, there's a thing going on and you got a lot to get to. Don't fuck with them too much. But, but, but then again, today, people, you're hired, comedians, normally comic actors or whatever are hired because they bring you know, a little something else to it, like a little, they can twist it a little bit. And so I'll never ruin the intention of the line, but, right. but like ballers, I just, I, I definitely like, I have to fit that into my mouth sometimes because, um, I can just think of a better way for me to say it. Okay. You know, <clears throat> and uh, they know not that saying that it's anything. No, they're totally fine with it because but that's do, what you get. Also, don't you think, especially over time though, too, you develop a level of trust and understanding between yeah. the people that you're working with too. So they're like, Oh yeah, we, yeah, we got, we know where you're going sure. with that. We're totally fine. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to completely, no, I'm not, there's like, no showmanship here. You no, know? I'm not waving my dick around. I'm right. just like, you guys hear how that's, better coming out of my mouth than, than this. In your experience talking about big budget comedies, because um, my theory is I think, the, I think comedy is safer if you minimize budgets to an extent. I'm not saying make everything mm. so cheap that nobody makes money, but comedy is very raw at its source, right? And I feel like at some point, if you keep adding money on top of it, it makes it harder to make it funnier. Mm. That's just my theory. So I'm curious. There's so much like, pressure. There's so much pressure. Not it, on necessarily me, but like on everybody around you you know and like it's um it's like people people are going to be talking about it more if jennifer aniston and jason bateman are in it and yeah you know what i mean that and so like you feel like there's more at stake so but i like i agree with you i think um money can wreck a scene money can wreck a joke right not just comedy yeah well yeah sure maybe i mean i i don't know it can (laughs) if you get carried away this is this is what i i believe that like Money, I, when I'm doing stuff, usually I do stuff for very little with, very, with, a, with a limited budget. And so instead of throwing money at a problem that comes up when you're producing, say, um, you have to collaborate. So it creates an atmosphere of collaboration. And a good showrunner is one who encourages asks, that. And asks for help and... and, and, and leans on people with more expertise in a certain area than, than, than he or she. And, and, um, and rather than, you know, throw money at it, then, but that's not to say like, see, Ballers is a great show. Is they it got a lot of money. Yeah. The, 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 the sneaker <laughs> budget alone is I was is just going to say the, the, astronomical. Um, the, the wardrobe budget for that, just to put my, clothes on Dwayne Johnson. Must my be. prop watch was a $24,000 watch. Like it's insane. But you guys are also on yachts, and everyone's doing blow, and everybody yeah. like. I mean, that's like the. Well, they're not really the, like, doing blow. So it thanks. So Brian. it also oh. can work with money, right. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, and you know, but that happens to be a comedy about people with money, yeah. Too. So like, yeah. it's that's where yeah. the money comes from. It's like if they were just little league players, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just for me, like, when you Terrible get, show. like, a different doing show. Blow. <laughs> Little League players doing blow. Well, it's a different show. Could hey, be interesting. The Could world interesting. we live in, guys. <laughs> Could be interesting. Different show. You know, I just, you know, it's, 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 going back to Office Christmas Party as an example, I mean, there are big moments in that thing where there's a lot of moving parts happening for yeah. a joke, for a laugh, right? Like, that's, mm. that gets scary, right? Yeah. That's like, I hope you get it, because that's there's a, a big moment for one of, big um, laugh. single take scenes. And, really? And they built that office, huge office space in a studio in Atlanta, and it was so cool. Like, um, 
and just used that space so well. Like it was highly choreographed at times um, because you're handing, there's so many characters you're handing off to different characters and then that character would hand off to someone else. Like there's so much to go wrong. Wow. But those directors are really good. Um, they, they came up doing commercials. So they know like they're very, very precise and they, um, I, I love that movie. I think it's super funny. I'll see oh, you today. Too, right? I, I, oh, sorry, go ahead, John. I, I'm, I'm going to see it today. On a plane you. No, it's on oh, HBO it? now, isn't it? Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on TV. That's what they want to do. I bought they it. Do I the, bought uh, it for you. What? You I bought, bought it me for that you. movie? No, no, I bought it. I, bought <laughs> I was it. in it. I don't actually, <laughs> I have three copies. I'm allowed three Blu-ray so I, copies. I should have. Oh. <laughs> is that your... Bought it for my kids. Yeah. And a soundtrack, one soundtrack. You bought it for your kids? No. Oh, they cannot watch that movie. They cannot watch that movie. Is it an R-rated comedy? It's a hard R. <laughs> That's beautiful. Guys, I can't tell you how happy that makes hard me R. just to... There aren't enough... And that is where budgets come... That's where comedies make... Being, being R-rated. Like, if you can be an R-rated comedy yeah. and still be funny. Because that is watering that shit down. I don't think they give a shit down. anymore, it seems. It like, does. I saw something else the other day. and they, Oh, there's a commercial, Jack in the Box, where he says, screwed. That's like... A, uh, that's, I, mean, yeah. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but he's saying, that guy's so screwed. Like, I, okay, so... I, that's a commercial. I, I will say that I don't necessarily know if, if you're talking about how things have changed and what you can get away with. I will tell you, my son Tanner is named after Tanner from Bad News Bears. And I thought it would be a wise thing when he was <laughs> oh, about eight years movie. old so funny. to show him the PG-13 yeah. Bad News Bears from the 1970s. As I'm watching it, realizing how bad of an idea it was yeah, for me to show him buttholes. that movie. It's so that, racist that, and fucking... It's, so... it's dark. I forgot how dark that movie is. It's a dark... Dark comedy. It's from a different, totally era. different. Yeah. And era. For, to us, it made sense. Like my little league coach would drink and smoke cigarettes yeah. in the dugout. And did he have a kid on the team? Because Walter yeah. Mathau didn't even have yeah. a kid on the yeah, team. No. Had I had the team. same thing with my baseball coach. Same thing. Yeah. Drank, smoked cigarettes all the time. Swore. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have a problem smacking Yelled a kid at upside us, the head. Us. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Completely and now look at how good at baseball you are. <laughs> Bo- both Point of you. So don't tell made. me it doesn't work. <laughs> Point made. Both almost went pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Uh, you yeah, win this so. round. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's harder to make a uh, uh, a PG comedy. Uh, well, because of your sense really of humor. Yeah. I, well, Ken Marino. I just shot one with Ken Marino. He's he directed this movie, and it's a family. Uh, it's a dog movie. It's like five scenes, five different stories that intersect, and they're all based around dogs. Really, comedy or comedy? Yeah, comedy. It's, okay. it's funny. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I'm always bullish on whatever I do. I think it's great. You know, who knows? But um, Ken is like, you know, he's you can bet on Ken Marino. God damn, is he and, funny? Uh, yeah, it's called Dog Days, and I don't know what's coming out, but it's a PG. And he was like, when he called me, he was like, "Do you want to do this? It's like, you know, not a ton of money, and." But I don't know about you, but I just, after a while, I, I've gotten sick of the R-rated doing it. I want to do something that my kids can watch. Because my, I have one movie my kids can watch, you know? One, like, yeah. unaccompanied minors. And it's a B at best. B minus, maybe, that movie. But, but it is a kid, it's a kid's movie. But it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah, and they can see that. I, was just talk, I read an article about Raul Julia. And his last movie was uh, Street Fighter, and it was uh, absolutely just a giant piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Why?" He knew he was dying. Why would he make this hunk of garbage his last movie? 
And it came out after he passed away that his kids liked the video game. And he researched that movie by playing hours and hours of Street Fighter with his kids. And his kids were fucking super stoked That's about him being in that movie. Uh, and he made one last movie that his kids would like. Or his kids would oh, want to let's, let's hope the kids like it. dividends, right? Yeah. He got time with his kids. I, I just, to That's me, the that good was part, like... Because if his kids hated the movie, that's sad. And by the well, way, I mean, but Ro, Ro, n- no story involved in that video game whatsoever. It's just Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just a... <laughs> I love that video game. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm just saying, like, that that kind of... Like, Dana Carvey didn't make Master of Disguise because he wanted it to be a comedic, yeah. genius movie. He made it so that his kids could look at it and go, <laughs> fuck, Dad's an idiot. I will yeah. say that you're bringing that up. I, there's a funny thing that... I can't remember if you did this intentionally, unintentionally, so we went and saw Muppets together with our kids. The right? new one, the... And we're all sitting there. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I guess it was the new one. It's it the was second one. Second, yeah, the second one, right? One. We're all sitting there. Tanner and Elliot are sitting next to me. Rob's sitting on the other side of them. Movie starts. Rob comes on screen. First face on First screen. First face on screen. Like, did and you I not mean, tell like, the kids at all? I didn't tell. He was. He didn't say, you didn't anything. say anything. No, and I, I just anybody. remember that. I remember sitting there, and I look at Rob. Rob's kind of laughing. I look over at my kids. My kids looking at the screen, and they. Yeah. Because they didn't, I don't really think, they were not at an age, no, a lot of kids are not at an age, they don't put all that no, world no, no. together, that normal guy, screen friends guy. With, like, friends with yeah. my dad on how movie? movie? How are just you the, the confused yeah. look and just Rob going. <laughs> yeah, I did, I went, I, I think I leaned down and just looked at you. <laughs> oh, I would have been like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. I and was then that was than, it, then I disappeared. That, that, that there was wasn't it. enough time for the kids to like brew on it. It was like <laughs> it was back in the movie. It was a they, and that was all because they cut me out of the first one. So they um, gave you a I second. I had a whole bit in the first one where I played like a um a Hollywood Boulevard Superman who was just like uh, gross over it stealing from people. <laughs> and I realized that day one I was shoot I shot for maybe about 3 4 days and I realized I was like, "Oh, th- this is going to get cut. This is cuttable. They don't even need plot-wise, they don't even need this." It stops everything. It might be funny, but that's not going to keep it alive. No. And sure enough, they were apologizing left and right. And I was like, guys, 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 guys. I almost told you to cut it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, hey, Billy Crystal got cut too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, me and, the, me and Billy. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But all that also probably comes from you understanding story and directing exactly and moving, right. writing exactly and right. moving things along and... You have that knowledge of it's anybody they, else is like this. Get, is, you the can't bus cut pulled this. up it's and they funny. got out of the bus, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> they don't have to see me at all. They just got out of the bus, cut to the next scene." As I say, go to wherever <laughs> they were going. Yep, I'm just in the way. Yep. I'm a speed bump along so the way. They threw me this boat where I'm the stage manager. I'm the stage manager. I'm the uh, first AD of the first AD of the first movie. Gotcha. And it ends. The second movie ends. With like the last day of shooting, I mean the second movie begins. Starts the last day. Oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> it's a Muppets they plots. Weave, they weave a real. I mean, like I got a lot. Inception. There's a lot of blogs about like just the different layers of that onion. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, first human. That's hilarious. You uh, don't, you don't direct, do you? Is that a thing that you want to do? I directed the first season of um, Children's Hospital. I was going to say, like yeah. it or not like Didn't it. Didn't care for it. No. Okay, so that's not, not a thing. thing. You were talking about like when do you get out of the acting game? That's what a lot of people do. They they move into producing, no. not just show running, but they start production yeah. companies and they just oversee like stuff and better. get out. I like producing better. The d- producing is like the creative part for me. I I, I mean, I'm sure directors because because they are they're they find the creative in that. Um, like Lake Bell is just like moved by 
excuse me, moved by it. Um, yeah, she made a great. She made that great really, movie. Yeah, she's, she's really yeah. good at it. She's really good at it. And um, you know, but I just don't have that. Uh, it just doesn't give it to me. And and I don't like the little the minutia. You know, like yeah, the it's tedious, mu- man. I mean, I'd rather like look at the big <clears throat> picture, yeah. and then and then give that director notes. Just to say, get to pop in, <laughs> a little whisper, and then in tell the him why what he did wasn't like. funny. <laughs> yeah, pop in, pop out. Nothing oh, wrong yeah. with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, directing is long hours, man. Those people, they it's put just, in. It's tedious. If you're going to be good at it, it's yeah. very. It's yeah. like a. It's like mathematics almost. It's very. Yeah. I could maybe do like a movie if I wrote. The movie. I don't know. I, I I've been thinking about it. like, could I direct a movie? Could I find that spark in for film? Multiple days, What's multiple yours? weeks. It doesn't feel like you're just like uh, a working stiff coming in and just like yeah. being bossed around and then leaving. <laughs> um, I was bossing myself around on children's, <laughs> but I didn't know what I was doing. Cut. What was I doing? <laughs> Stay on script, this producer's man. producer's an asshole. I can't work with this director. <laughs> Give me the fonts. What and who uh, plays the clown? <laughs> of all the of all the movies, TV, uh, are there are there people that you're like, yeah, like uh, has? I mean, I'm sure everyone hasn't been a Dwayne Johnson, but uh, but like, who are the guys? Who are the people? The women that you've worked with that have been like. Just really, really fantastic. No, just meaning. You mean the babes? I mean the babes. Like fantastic babes. I just mean talented oh, and, enjo- and great babes. enjoyable babes. to work with. And he wasn't that in you Some of the fantastic people. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. The Dwayne Johnson and, and Henry Winkler uh, aside, um, Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, in ballers. ballers. Yeah. Yep. A good man, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson's really Craig funny. Craig Robinson, a sweet, yeah. sweet he's, soul. He shakes my hand every time I see him, and I, don't, I still don't think he knows who I am, but he's like, <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? I'm like, I'm great. How are you? And he's always just super nice <laughs> to me. Because yeah. the day we were at the rap party um, for, for, for the first Hot Tub movie, he pulled me aside, and he looked me in the eyes, and he went, you're my brother now. And I was, my heart exploded. That's awesome. That's what he does to people. Yeah. He blows up hearts. <laughs> He's a murderer. Yeah. As he stabs you. <laughs> no, 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 My heart exploded. Um, yeah. And all, all those, like, a, pretty much everybody on Children's. Yeah, I figured that, yeah. You know, Hubel. Hubel. Okay, that's somebody uh, that I can say has is a, particularly... Because he plays such assholes. All the time. And he's so good at it. It's perfect. And, and, but he is just so... Um, he's the guy that's like always making sure that everybody's okay on set. And like always take... Especially the guest stars. You know, like looking out for them. And yeah. making sure that they're, you know... He sees it all. And he's just such a great guy. And... Um, God, there's just so many. Yeah, so many. good. I like hearing that about because so I don't know man. Rob personally, but I know like he's one of those guys. Like if he if he were to be on stage making fun of me, I would I would just I would be like ah <laughs> like I'd be it would just make me laugh. Oh, the guy's that, just, all right, Jeff Ross, <clears throat> Jeffrey Ross, yeah, the comedian, yeah, another guy like that, like yeah, that. making fun of me made me think. Of yeah, oh yeah, Jeffrey. I mean, there's a million of them, but he's he's another one that's yeah. Like, you know, he 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 answers my emails. Right away, like what? <laughs> and I'm asking him to do something for me, like, right. a, a gig, like a like a charity gig or something. He's he actually answers, um, you know, a uh, great guy. Yeah, that's good. Know. That's I love nice. Everybody, no, I Very know few but people I hate. 
Oh, that's good. I'm a sucker. I so, think that'll, well, it, it, that, that's a benefit, though. I think it's better than being a, than like the not suffering fools. And we're like, yeah, it's just a cynical asshole who has to work out everyone else's angles yeah. and my worry bro- about everybody. My brother and my, my, my wife are not cynical assholes by any stretch, but they are definitely, they don't suffer fools. And they have their, I don't know, they, they have a better eye for it than I do. So, like, they'll be, after, say we'll all be somewhere and we'll meet somebody and talking to them. And, and afterwards, I'll be like, that guy was great. And everyone's and like, San, you can count on Sandy and Nate to go, that guy was a fucking asshole. <laughs> I was like, the guy that I want to be best friends with? <laughs> an asshole? Michaela Watkins oh, is another great. one. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah, from... Uh, Super duper. What's her show now? Casual, right? Yeah. On, uh, yeah, we watch... Yeah, Michaela me Watkins. and my wife watch she's that show. She's another one. Yeah. It's like... She's good people. You can almost tell, too, because when, when Casual came out, like, I knew who she was, but the amount of love and support that came out for her having her own show from other people other actors that yeah, I knew, every, yeah. it was like everyone should watch this. And when when people throw support like that behind somebody who you're like, oh, I don't know too much about this person, yeah. but it's like they must, nobody they, has a bad they thing must love. Her. Yeah, there is yeah. nobody going fuck her. She doesn't deserve a show. She had it was a like birthday party the other day. Nick Kroll is another one too. Speaking of it, because he was there, um, he's another one. Um, but uh, uh, she, it was her surprise birthday party. It was just a little get together. It was at nine thirty. At night. Okay, they're going to say a.m. I'm like, that's kids, crazy. John? No. You, no. You but I go to bed at like no. 8 o'clock. You have children. Oh, okay, yeah. so you get it. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> um, 9.30 at night. When was the last time you went out at 9.30 at night to go to a bar? It's, it's a lot of work remember. to stay awake to get yeah, before you not, go out. Not important. It's, it's, and I, we were all kind of talking there as we were waiting for Michaela to come in. I was like... <laughs> I can't think of one other person in the world. That I, I do, this, do for. this for, and everybody's like, "I know, yeah, I know," because this is terrible. But she, this is going to be great when she walks in the door, and it was. That's awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just fantastic. Crazy. Speaking of kids, do you? Uh, uh, what do you guys celebrate? Are you? Uh, uh, oh, are you splitsies? Those guys are Jews. They are. Those, Those guys, guys are your Jews, family. Full on Jews. Those two, um, and my wife also Jew, but not you. But not me. Okay. Um, but so we do both. We're, you do uh, do both. We're celebrating Hanukkah. We're in the midst. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, we're it's like day, day five, day six. Day six, I day think. Six. Yeah. And uh, in the throes of a great festival of lights. And, um, and then, uh, and I'm, I love Christmas. Yeah. Do you I just, elf it? I love it. What do you mean? You guys don't do the elf on the shelf thing, do you? No, oh. I'm not a 65 year old woman. <laughs> no, I'm not, not a collection. But he is. He no, is. Not a collection. <laughs> I'm glad you don't do it. You don't even know what I'm talking what about. What the fuck is that thing? Oh my yeah. god, you should be. So it's a lucky. way to threaten and scare children. Yeah, what basically. What if you is. don't do what the elf, if the elf is watching you, if it's you don't some, do what it says, you don't get any presents. Yeah, it's this oh, new I mean, made up toy you have that. to buy, and, it, and the, the elf magically leaps. Listening, the elf has to magically leave. They call me out Get a lot. Of they have been finding yeah, your kids don't buy that. They've shit. been finding tri- like they're getting close to the. Hey, you just started. They, they already. You. They knew a year ago. I guarantee <laughs> it. I don't know. They cornered me the other day, and they had, and hey, they had some questions about what. Well, because Dang let's just it. say I left some trash around uh, that too that that led them to believe like. Well, I thought you said this was all magical. Like, why would the trash? Be? Oh, 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 oh! I like, see. The, I ma- see. the trash is I'm not old, pixie dust. Nine and twelve. He is right. They're they, uh, they know. And what they're doing this. is they're trying to get him to just say it out they're loud. They're trying to get me to say yeah. it out loud. That's what they're doing. They're playing. Oh, they're laughing. Oh, at well, you. that's a boy thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did yeah. that to my dad, and he was pissed. But my 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 girls believe in Santa. And, that's and okay. My, she's eleven, and she she 
understands. Somebody at school has had to have wrecked it. Oh, she understands, but she un- also understands because I've you know heard her kind of. There's been little hints, and I've said full on to her, looking her in the eyes, that I believe in Santa because you make him real. You know, and it's more fun to believe. And it's true. I still on Christmas Eve, I read the uh, "Twas the Night Before Christmas" to all the kids every year, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back again. I'm, I'm that little kid in my grandfather's house, thinking he's hearing reindeer on the roof, and I'm like, so it's real. Yeah, yeah. It's as real as anything, man. And like, a tooth fairy's fucking bullshit. Well, yeah. the tooth fairy's a horse. That's a scam but... against parents. <laughs> He gives out too much money. That's some, so hard. That's so hard. I found out some <laughs> asshole gave their kid because kids talk like, "Oh, I lost a tooth. How much did you get?" And some asshole, I got yeah. ten bucks, and I was like, Fuck "Ten bucks? Fuck those parents!" Because they just they they messed the bar up. We because got a secret. We got a, We got a good strategy. Two dollar bill. Oh, oh, so unique. You I went, went unique. to the bank and I got like a hundred dollars in two dollar bills, and I hid them away. And so every time we lose a tooth, which is always. <laughs> Pop off a $2 bill. The shit problem is fucking getting that thing under a goddamn pillow and taking the note that they fucking leave for the tooth fairy. You gotta be, you gotta whispering be. Them, whispering. Yeah, like, yeah, your, well, just in case. Yeah. These guys don't believe Are, are your kids uh, fans oh, of the podcast? We didn't. Yeah. Do they, they listen? <laughs> we didn't. Uh, uh, we just had a, we had a, the two, we lost a couple teeth, uh, both of them just recently. <laughs> and the oldest Tanner came in <laughs> to Natalie while she was still sleeping in taps and he goes, yeah, the tooth fairy didn't come last night and just walked away. And she like she, she calls me upstairs. She goes, so funny. Uh, your son just basically told me without telling me that uh, tooth fairy ain't real. So Are he you was the just tooth fairy or is Natalie? No, we, uh, it, it's normally her. She's yeah, better at getting yeah, up in I'm the middle of the night to deal with me. that stuff. That's my, once the, the thing in my house is that once, once the sun goes down, Sandy does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I do everything. And I am, I am happy to take that job. And uh, that's, well, the sun's down. And so... It's just so stressful. But the other day, um, <clears throat> Marlo, my youngest, uh, had a tooth, and she was asleep. And, and my two girls share a bed. Uh, they just they cuddle together. They're Makes sense. the cutest thing They're in the goddamn yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. love it. Yeah. They have their own rooms. Don't Doesn't matter. use them. Um, it's a changing room, <laughs> one of them. And, um, and so Sloan helped us. Out, my oldest, she was like, like she. So basically, we didn't have a conversation about. It. She just like, I got, I know the deal, I know the deal. That's awesome. And she enjoyed believing it when she would get the two dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. is Sloan done losing teeth now? Is that? And she's. I think there's still a few left in there. Uh, probably. Yeah, how, how, like, how late? Does she's that probably not going to be writing a letter or anything. No, no. This, oh, because Marlo Cotter it to you. Marlo Cotter with the letter. Oh. And, and and she woke up and, and Sloan had the letter and, and Marlo was so angry and started Like yelling, she thought like, she was going to... Why are you taking my letter? Why are you taking my letter? And, and, Good deed, and Sloan, gone bad. Sloan didn't throw us under the bus. Should have. Could yeah, have. Yeah, could have. Uh, Mom and Dad are the tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping them out. They're assholes, aren't they? Like, <laughs> she, she was just like, uh, Marlo, I, I just wanted to read it because... Your letters are so good and cute. Oh, my God. I wanted to read it. And Marlo was still so mad. And then she came up to our room, and she's like, Marlo's furious at me. And we were like, oh, God, Sloan. <laughs> Wait, you didn't throw us under the bus? <laughs> wow. You 
really took one for the team today. <laughs> but seriously, you got to get that letter. <laughs> but get back down there. We and worked it out somehow, asleep. but oh, it was that was they get rougher and rougher. Of course, because yeah. they're not. You know, the thing is, it's just, it's uh, it, my kids don't sleep heavy enough, so there's a lot of sneaking around. Marlo you can't do. Usually does that's the thing. Sloan's sons rough, but I don't know why. We used to have a box. We used to have like a box. We just had to have a tooth fairy mailbox, but that only lasted for like. Marla doesn't like it. I'm oh, oh. Uh, oh. Like it. So so if you can put the letter in the box, your money will yeah. be in there tomorrow. The way it's meant to yeah. be done so under the pillow. Marla loses more teeth now, and I'm I'm just like. Sloan, you got to sleep by the wall. Marlo sleeps on the edge, right? And she's like, gotcha. <laughs> All the setups. But I agree with you in the fact that, um, and I think for me especially, um, getting, getting married and having kids and, and having that whole holiday thing, I yeah. think it's so important. Like, to, like to just, just go with it. There's it. no reason why we have to be douchey adults and be like, no, whole I don't have thing. kids, and Christmas it. is my favorite time so of year. I love oh, it so much. Just yeah. ride uh, yeah. everything, isn't it? The best I, it is the best. And when I think you get it's, your tree up? Uh, I try oh. to. I like to do it December first, but but he has a one that hangs from the ceiling. He's got, we like got a, a new. I got a Blade new Runner funky. Do you got a picture of that? Shit? Yeah, I'd like to see he has yeah, a Blade yeah. Runner tree. It's very futuristic. It's got like a light underneath it and some rings. Yeah, I'll, I'll, this is good our podcast. tree. I'm not going to lie this to you guys. Pictures can make for a great <laughs> sure podcast. I put our tree up on Thanksgiving. That's yeah. what we do. Well, we did two days after. Some yeah. people get really upset when they find out you do that, and I, to those what? people, I say, "Calm the fuck down." Okay, who's upset? Oh my god, people get really. They're like, "Oh my god, just you don't need to get that into Christmas." Oh, that's bullshit. Sloan, like, uh, the, 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 there's a tree selling whatever place down the end of my block on our street, and and it was it was gone. It was. Oh my god, that's See? insane! Yeah, yeah so I kind of like it. Yeah, everyone—that's what I said. I thought people were going to hate it because it's not it. traditional. But um, it came from Shark Tank. It 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 it, it folds. Sure it did. folds flat. It like stores, and you can hang oh. all the ornaments. Can go all the way around. You don't have to hide anything in well, the that's back. The trick, right? Do you have a fake tree or a real tree? Bro? We have fake. We we can't right, we go real. Too. We have we, too many animals. We can't go real just because Sandy just won't doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She's never had one. I have only oh, had a real right. tree two years in a row. The last year it fell over, and I was like, fuck <laughs> this thing. And then before yeah. that, I always had a fake tree growing up. Did it fall even... over? Did you fall onto it? Oh, no, it fell over. Like, she's like, oh, the needles fall all over the place. And I'm like, you just, will you let me handle this? Yeah. Like, you put sugar in the water every oh. day. You put wa- you've changed the water, and you put Look sugar in the water. See? And it lasts. Yeah, See? You get some needles on the floor. A few. She's a very neat person. So am I. I think my my dad and my mom had a real tree before me and my brother were born, and uh, my dad said that the needles had fallen off, and he tried to vacuum them up, and it broke the vacuum cleaner, and he was like, no, we're never doing that again. Uh, yeah. But that was also, you know, 1970. They whatever. look better now, too, the fake trees. They look better. They, yeah. yeah. They're just yeah. such a pain in the ass. The man. fake ones? Yeah. Storing, Storing them. I would prefer to have a real one, but the me problem too. is we have, uh, you know, we've rescued, you know, it's a rescue in this house. The cats will just come up in the middle of the night and climb the tree and knock it yeah, over all the time. And it's... Climbing. It was always funny, though, to see a cat in the middle of the tree like, <laughs> oh. Chucky's in the tree. <laughs> it was just, our cats would keep knocking them over. Dad, and I just had enough. Chucky's in the tree again. <laughs> it is, there is some funniness to it. We had one cat that I don't know what it was. I don't know if he was getting high off the tree. But he would just go under the tree and just stare blankly at people like we was under there. I'm like, what are you smoking weed under there, dude? That's like, awesome. what is it? What, what is he Cat getting get under your there? marijuana sticks? Yeah, he got into the marijuana, marijuana sticks. We, sticks. We hang them on the tree for scent. Hey, marijuana sticks. It's not a bad ornament. Hmm. Yeah. No, um, see, you could sell that, Shark yeah, Tank. Cats love getting under those things. Yeah, I would so. too. Yeah. 
I would too. It's a tree in the house. Well, and everything in the house. It's all natural. And it's da- things are dangling and must be hit. It's yeah. a, like yeah. that's, It's well, you gotta, you know. I mean, you're smart about where you hang stuff. I mean, like the valuable stuff doesn't go on the bottom where you well, they the can get valuable it. stuff. First of all, <laughs> but don't have valuable, <laughs> <a> valuable Christmas <laughs> ornament. Is like who? Well, I think I mean. Uh, guess what? Don't ever get me a Christmas ornament. That we just sentimental out, yeah. value, meaning yeah. okay. like yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. your kids That's made that you don't want to break. Oh, you I got so much shit on yeah. my tree that kids have made over the years, and it makes me cry now. Those are better. It. I don't like the glass ones. We have way too many glass. Now we don't. Ones. That's we too don't have much. a lot. We've got we got a mix. It's really nice. You have so, glass ones because to me that's too much stress. Well, but, glass, not the glass balls yeah. of of yesteryear. Uh, we've just got normal, like I don't know, like just different things. I don't know, fucking, I don't know where we get these things. Yeah, so you just acquire them over yeah, the yeah, years. Yeah, that's that's you, a, collect, the, you collect on Christmas is uh, yeah. acquisitions. We'll get one or two. We got a fruitcake <laughs> hanging on it. Of hanging on a whole fruitcake? I'm still Have, working on this fruitcake material. Oh, Have good. You, uh, well, thank God. Uh, it seems a little stale. Hey, uh-huh. you used that one yesterday. A little hard. I don't like Didn't it. Didn't you use yeah. that one already? <laughs> Have you had... I've only tasted fruitcake once in my entire life. Yeah. First off, I think we have generationally moved away from fruitcake. I've never heard anybody totally. talk about it. Well, I'm from Wisconsin, so they probably still... They still there's, make there's them still, there. still There's still a generation that's still getting fruitcakes. There's always a fruitcake in my dad's... Uh, uh, fridge after Christmas, and it stays there until the uneaten, next Christmas. Uneaten, or maybe one slice it. where someone's like, you know, I'll give it a shot. One more. I know I won't. Yeah. Uh, never mind. By the way, a slice of cheesecake is insane. I, I think that's just oh, for fr- biting, oh, isn't it? Fruitcake. It's got a, a, a fruitcake. What yeah. did I say? Cheesecake. No cheesecake. <laughs> I was like, say, I, hey, there's nothing wrong with slices sorry. of cheesecake. That's the whole factory, <laughs> guys. I apologize for that. <laughs> the um, cake police. I yeah, fruitcake is actually a lot of the like. Um, Nature bars, like yes. the meal replacement bars, the yeah. fruit-based ones, yeah. taste a lot like fruitcake. They do. Yeah. yeah. They do. But fruitcake is just like it is. It, it's part of every display, but it's just not to be eaten, I don't think. What about Applets gingerbread houses? What's that? Apples and what? Applets and cotlets. What is that? I don't know. Is that an East Coast little, thing? Little mini, maybe, maybe little mini fruitcakes that came in a thing. Ooh. And uh, we got them once, and we were like, applets and cotlets when I was in college, probably. And then after that, every year, we have a secret Santa on Christmas Eve. My dad would, somebody, whoever got it, would wrap it. <laughs> and it, that thing got passed around for like 10 years. That's the thing. Is that the same thing? Like the, 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 uh, the, uh, the uh, fruitcake doesn't mold. It never just... I don't know what the deal with that is. It slowly hardens, but it's, it doesn't die. I guess because it's made out of rotten fruit. <laughs> It's just so glazed with a wood finish. (laughs) Yeah. It's just disgusting. (laughs) It's not necessary. Yeah. The millennials, that's, no, that's, they're going to wreck it. The millennials are going to wreck it. They don't understand oh, anything no. I say. Tonight on Old Man Podcast. <laughs> the uh, millennials. Uh, these seatbelts are killing me. <laughs> My sunburn. <laughs> Kills every time. Last, uh, uh, in closing, I want to say I will never drink that eggnog uh, from the party again. It. Delicious. It was delicious, did but it, it is wrong. You? Yeah, it did. And it, I didn't even course, have that yeah. much, but I was warned so before I touched there's it. There's like there's like eight cups of sugar in that. Oh. A, a, apart from the the like five different kinds of booze. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Was it is it spiked oh, eggnog? It or was so much? Jo- oh, it's George it, Washington's eggnog recipe that my brother found or I found at some point, and we make it every year now. And um yeah, we made it for my brother's party. Yeah. It, it was Delicious. It, it is. It's got it, 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 an impossible amount of liquor 
and ones that you wouldn't think. Right. Nothing yeah. you'd ever pour a glass no. of yourself. No. <laughs> Not together, at least. But that's why it's covered up by all the sugar. Yeah, you just And the it. nog. Yeah. It's, it's and a, then just one cup, and that's it. The granulated it. sugar that we poured into that fucking thing it was Oof. insane. And it was fine. And the thing is, I was fine all night, and um, at least so I thought. Yeah, and then you, I came home. As I'm walking home, I didn't realize my wife had been texted because she went home and we yeah. only live a couple doors down from the party. So she'd gone home early. And, and it was a series of my favorite texts. How's it going? No answer. You okay? No answer. Uh, yeah, totally. Hello? Question mark? And I just, like, it's just a downward spiral of, of a spouse going, oh my God. As my husband just got I can so- show you like <laughs> 10 different texts with that same, because I just don't. Uh, <laughs> you oh, yeah. still there? I feel like I, I always shut, I keep my fo- phone off. You know, I don't, it doesn't make any noise or. Yeah. And also, you're vibrate. not checking it every five minutes when you're having a good time if at a party. I never check it to begin with. Like, I gave that up. Right. Like, you know, it, it, so I'm poor Sandy. Poor Sandy and Natalie. It's just, like, we're, hey, where are you? What are you doing? Hello? Okay. I yeah. guess you're not answering me. <laughs> well, with me, I go like I'm I always answer when when my wife texts pretty much right away. But when I try to get a hold of her and I can't, like if she's out with friends during the night and like I, I you know, I send out a text like hope you're having a good time. But if I don't hear anything for like a couple hours, like I immediately assume she's dead. And then I immediately yeah. go into panic mode of like, yeah. hey, it's just a text to say you're alive, and that's all I need. And I'm like, I'm not stalking you. I don't, I don't care where you are. I just want to know yeah. that you're, you haven't been picked up by some lunatic in a van. And like, I see so many horror movies. And it's, I know, right? And, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I, it, I forget what I was going to say. Forget that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, it, 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 bottom line is I did go home. And she was like, are you, you, are, go are you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm totally fine. And as I was taking my pants off, I just kind of slowly fell over. And I was like, okay. Eggnog finally caught up with yeah. me. Like I was, it wasn't until I tried to take off my pants that I realized I didn't have all the stability that I thought I had. Isn't well, that know, the way of the in, world? In big parties too. Like I drank, um, uh, I drank white wine and then it ran out, and I drank then I drank red wine. Bad. It's a bad. You don't ever want to mix anything yeah. if you're in your forties. No. Yeah. And so I thought I was fine because, yeah, because the atmosphere of a big party. It's it, it's stimulating. There's 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 too much stimuli. Yes, yeah. Your brain and is already. You're your moving. Brain, yeah, it's moving. yeah, yeah. And so you're not like um, registering it. And then it, it wasn't until the morning where I was like, Oh my god, I was I must have been drunk last night. Yeah. And that's when you appreciate Uber and Lyft. Yeah, oh and neighborhood God. parties where oh you can walk home. Yeah. Any of that right? stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Well, the holidays I, in general. I will say I'm at an age, though, I do everything I possibly can. That's the one thing I've learned. I do everything I possibly can to avoid fucking hangovers. I cannot no, handle those too. things anymore. Everything except not drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, no. Everything but you I have to know, can. but you have to find the, like, I have to yep. find the safe zone, man, because I can't. Well, you know, you've, you've got, I found it. Yeah. You found it. And you're like, there's times, look, I drink a lot. I drink oh I drink not and not great quantities. Right. I'm talking it, it, it constantly drinking. Right. You know, like I love it. Love to drink, but I very rarely get hung over because I hit a point where I'm like, that's it right there. Yep. You don't want that. And I know if I take that now sure, like there are times when I'm a little tired the next day and like, oh you almost hit that, didn't you? You almost, yeah. almost. You almost. It's the almost. But you're better to feel almost. Yep. Because my uh, hangovers feel like cancer. 
Yeah. It's yeah, they horrible. get so bad. It's so yeah. insanely bad. I, I have to clear like a week and, and be if, like, well, if we're done anybody here. out there, uh, uh, you know, survivors of cancer, I want to say <laughs> that I apologize, but yes, my hangovers. Really? I, I had cancer. Well, then you can say. I'll, I'll defend it. Tell you then face defend, to face yeah. that what I meant was. My hangovers were more painful <laughs> than my cancer. <laughs> yeah. yes, I, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. John's had to take it the wrong way. No, no, no. Just that you have endured more from yeah. your self-inflicted <laughs> yeah. drinking than me with accidentally. With my headache and tummy <laughs> troubles. <laughs> like cancer. Worse. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm with you. Hang- hangovers are not, they're no joke in your 40s. That's no, you not. That's a good public service announcement. And a yeah. great way to end. I great think. way to end. I, 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 well, I, it's I a good holiday advice. Holidays are here. Everyone's going to be out partying and doing their thing. This is. This is a, could potentially be the end of the year episode uh, oh, of the podcast. Closing We're wrapping it down. up. Mm-hmm. 2017. We're out of here. Oh, what a year. We crushed <laughs> it. Another one in the, in the bank. Huh? Well, we're hoping you're going to end with some victories in fantasy football. Oh, oh yeah. God, good luck yeah. with your Super Bowl. Thank you very much. Yeah. Enjoy winning by yourself. <sighs> I know the, the lonely and my, with my family who don't give a shit. That's right. <laughs> do you do you watch multiple games at once? How do you track? I football? watch Red Zone. Just the Red Zone. Okay, yeah, but, so you, just you know, like yesterday way. we had family, so I couldn't watch it all really, and yeah. I had to take my daughter to the emergency room. She broke her finger or maybe her hand. Jesus, oh. and um, she uh, so I missed it all. But I was checking the scores, and I was down most of the day, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm at the." ER with my I let it go yeah well yeah and I was then, gonna say then I at the end of the day I was, somebody like Nate started texting me like girly <laughs> who got four touchdowns and, and I won <laughs> see pulled it out see and your daughter's okay I'm assuming that's the that's the moral of the story um yeah, yeah, she's okay. going to another doctor today. I could give you the whole rundown, um, but we the, already ended it. I think. Was it an accidental thing? Like the yeah. thing about kids. We I always had, like kids. I said earlier, we had a two car pileup. Oh, that was part on of it. On the racetrack. Oh, and those kids were fine. She was jumping up and down on a mattress. Yep. There it is on, on the floor. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. And and she was on the floor. It was like a mattress for jumping, probably, and. Um, and she just overextended her fingers. Yep. That's it. Fucked. That's a wrap on that. She's yeah. Fucked. Yeah. She she's the one that's got a like a splint and a and a and a, oh. and a, and a go kart kids are fine. She's got Poor one thing. hand Edward scissor hands with like big oh. trying to pick some stuff up. <laughs> so no, it's it's actually like she couldn't open up her hands. So there's like that moldable splint they put on her and wrapped it all in an ace bandage, so it looks even worse than it is. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like she's like a mangled. middle linebacker that still gets to play with the big yeah, ball like, wrapped on like her hand. Yeah, like JPP. Play with firecrackers. You're bringing it all back around. Oh, there it is. Oh, happy 2017. Yeah. All right, guys. Great show. Yeah, thank you very much. So thank you. See the uh, Office Christmas Party probably on HBO. And or, the, or a plane. It's or always a plane. on a plane. Or if you haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine 2, get, yeah, get with wake it. Wake the fuck up. Get with it. It's a great movie. Wake up. Get uh, woke. You got anything else? No? Get woke with hot tub time. Yeah. I don't even know what the get woke and the lit stuff is. We'll save that for yeah, another. You day. say marijuana sticks. We I know d- you don't know. Now, all right, <laughs> good stuff, everybody. Okay. Uh, happy We're holidays. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.
you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>